Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Michelin Pilot Challenge on IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. 17 corners, three and a quarter miles. If that's not difficult enough with the rise and fall of VIR, add in a bit of inclement weather that doesn't seem to be able to make its mind up what it wants to do. And the challenge is just timed by about 10. Hello, everybody, and welcome along to our sound and vision coverage as we go live across the world from beautiful VIR, Virginia International Raceway, where this circuit, carved out of the local countryside, has been challenging drivers from all around the world since 1957. Thank goodness it came back to life after we know, almost lost it in the 70s. And since 2000, the infrastructure has been improved. There's been investment and there's been a lot of love and care invested in this particular three and a quarter miles. And indeed, the estate that it sits on. It's like going racing in somebody's country park. It's absolutely beautiful. And we've got a full field of cars for the... Michelin Pilot Challenge, which this weekend is the Virginia is for Lovers Grand Prix. Jeremy Shaw is uh, alongside me. Uh, uh, the Virginia is for Lovers uh, Grand Prix. Uh, for Racing Lovers Grand for Prix. For Racing Lovers, yes. yes. Virginia is for Racing Critical. Lovers Grand Prix. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, I forgot about the, the word racing. Uh, and that's entirely... Entirely appropriate yeah. here, given what the ownership group have done here down through the last couple of decades. It's improvement upon improvement, and the whole experience, not just the racetrack here. The racetrack's always been great, yeah. but everything around it has just been added to and added to every year we've been coming here. Yeah, brilliant place to go racing. Great atmosphere here. Uh, just uh, it's, it's picture perfect right now. You know, the sun isn't out, but uh, uh, there's, there's, there's certainly some... The prospect of maybe some drizzle later in the afternoon. I was just looking at the weather forecast a few minutes ago. The radar shows that there might be some pre precipitation toward the end of the race, <laughs> which would be mm. about par for the uh, IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge because the, the closing stages are always super exciting. Uh, and Jeremy, we mentioned there was no qualifying yesterday because of bad weather. So championship positions means that the number 37... The Audi, which leads the championship, is on pole position. Its closest competitor will start alongside it. And then everyone else lines up in championship positions back to, to TCR. But Shea Adam has some drama for us before we've even got to the green flag. The engine light is on on car number 17. Now, this is a TCR car that has run several different drivers this year. It's Julian Vanderwatt and Gabby Chavez sharing the car this weekend. There was a light that was flashing on the dashboard when he was out on the track. So they think something might be loose within the engine compartment, but this car will not see the green flag out on the racetrack. They're trying to get him to push the brake to make sure... And rev the engine to make sure that everything is where it should be and hopefully get him out. That's a shame because Gabby Chavez has taken to front-wheel drive TCR uh, as if he'd been doing it for the whole of his quite illustrious career. Not an easy thing to get your head around, but he was quickest in one of the sessions earlier on. He was his first session. He was yeah. fastest of all. Absolutely amazing job that uh, that Gabby Chavez did. And Julian Vanderwaite, he's no slouch either. Young South African who's potentially got a big future ahead of him as well. 
at IMSA Radio if you'd like to get in touch with us at the booth. Let's see if we can take a deep breath now because it's going to get very exciting very quickly. Carbon Audi from Bimmerwell BMW, from Motorsports in Action McLaren, Park Place Motorsports, bright yellow, Alan Brynjolfsson driven, uh, Porsche Cayman, then Marillo Racing with Jeff Mosing in the first of the AMGs, Riley Motorsports sitting alongside him, then Core Motorsports with the fantastic Ford Mustang, Rebel Rock Racing, Frank Depew will start the uh, Chevrolet Camaro, eyes front to the start line, the Nissan GTR safety car here at VIR has the lights out, it accelerates now using the advantage of its four-wheel drive to pull into the pit lane and the field is under the control of championship leader Tyler McQuarrie, the Carbon number 39 car. Oh, lovely double wide lineup. Everybody's heart rate will be rising now. There's the green flag and we are racing in the 120-minute challenge, which is... The Virginia is for Racing Lovers Grand Prix and the pool sitter gets the first part of the job done into the horseshoe. Turns one and two. Looks like the Motorsport in Action McLaren drops into third. Yes, it was. So the front row, first, second, then Motorsports in Action, then the first of the AMGs. That's Jeff Morsing getting a different, a, de a decent start and moving up a position from his starting place. He's up into fourth, just ahead of the brightly coloured almost pink Mustang that sits there then Brynjolfsson you can't miss that vault car as it is so yellow and I mean so yellow he's just dropped off the leading five for the moment phew everybody's got foot through the first couple of corners we're just hearing that that TCR car has gone behind the wall Jeremy oh. so that's bad news for those guys can't buy uh, any look but we've got a clean start and we are racing Two hours on the clock, already down to one hour and 59 minutes. Yeah, indeed. Uh, that's a great shame for that pair because uh, they were super excited about uh, having their first taste in the car yesterday. There's the McLaren of uh, Kuno Whitman moving up in the early stages, kind of a 75. It's Paul Holton who's actually taking the uh, starting duties here today. And uh, that car is uh, super fast. It should have won, really, the last round at Road America. Kuna Whitman was driving the final stint there. And as he was celebrating to go across the finish line, he hit the button to, to get onto the radio and celebrate with his crew. Unfortunately, it wasn't the radio button. It was a pit lane speed limiter. The car suddenly slowed up. And there goes Frank, uh, Frank Depew and Robin Liddell to take the win. Yeah, extraordinary finish to a race where the driver who led onto the uh, final lap, I think, finished up. Sixth or seventh, seventh or something like was, that, yeah. yeah. An extraordinary, so worth sticking with this one to the end, wherever you are in sound and vision. Thanks again to our colleagues up in Charlotte and NASCAR TV production team who, once again, providing us with outstanding pictures and making the technology work to link from Charlotte back down to here at the circuit. So, Macquarie in the carbon car pulling away the battles are further down the field as Bryn Jolfsson getting a wiggle on but he's gone wide at turn three the old NASCAR bend so named because so many big names of stock cars found the fence there some years ago so Bryn Jolfsson just trying to get through that on Jeff Mosing he's dropped back from that good start so it's Macquarie for Audi James Clear for the Bimmerwell BMW number 82 then Corey Fergus for the McLaren Number 69 for Motorsport in action. Ford Mustang, Nate Stacey, that brightly coloured 60 car. Then Jeff Mosing 
back down to fifth in TCR. The two Hyundai Velosters, first and second, 21 from 98. That's uh, Harry Gottsecker from Mark Wilkins. Then Brian Henderson in the Honda Civic TCR, number 84. That is the Atlanta Speedworks car, isn't it, in uh, third position? Yeah, but a great start there from Harry Gottsecker, a car number 21. They're all bottled up now behind Vin Barletta in that GS-class tournament for uh, BMW. But a great start by Harry Gottsecker. He and Mason Felipe scored their first win last time out at Road America. It was a great result for them. They worked super hard for that. BMW's going to pull away a little bit on the straights, but he's going to be eaten up, I think, in the corners. And it's uh, the two Hondas at the front there with that Atlanta Speedworks uh, Honda in third place right with them. Yeah, the Atlanta Speedworks very much in Michigan colours, which always throws me out, the blue and uh, the yellow. I always think that that should be a different colour, that car. Um, the two Hyundais, Jeremy, the Velosters, starting to find their form now with reliability to go with the speed that we saw at the early part of the season. Brian Herter Autosport's been developing that car with Hyundai Customer Motorsport. And indeed, we've seen some of those out in Europe as well. They share very similar underpinnings, well, the same underpinnings as the i30N that uh, Brian's team were running and indeed won a championship with here in the States last year. But that car isn't available as a street car in the States, whereas the Veloster N is. So end of last season and over the winter, quite a big undertaking to effectively rebody the platform or at least reshell them to give them the Veloster look and already a little bit of damage on the left front of the number 98 car which has gone to the lead there in TCR ahead of its teammate so the 98 is the blue car the 21 is the black car and they're still trying to fight their way past to the back of the field in GS which includes the Vin Barletta car and Rob Furriels in the Audi R8 number 18 as well just ahead of them and there's an Audi leading as well at the front of the field. That is the dark grey and green, number 39, in the hands of Tyler McQuarrie, who has James Clay, Corey Fergus and Nate Stacey battling between themselves for second, third and fourth position. Might just allow that car barn Audi to pull away a little bit. Yeah, great start there by Nate Stacey, number 64, from seventh on the grid to fourth position in the early laps. And he actually set the fastest lap last time around, one with 50. 4.1. So, have a look at that. Was the the, the old lap record uh, was 155.162. The old qualifying lap record from last year was 154.175, which is already beat, beaten on the first lap of the race, first flying lap of the race uh, by. Uh, by Nate Stacey in fourth position. The big mover, though, at the beginning of this race is Akil Rabindra, the Indian from, where was he on the grid? Uh, 21st on the grid, up inside the top 10 in car number 09. Yeah, another car on the move as well. Owen Trinkler, who's up into the top five now in the number 46 Mercedes AMG. So he's made up some positions as well. I think yeah. he made up six or seven on the first lap and a half. So he's done really well. Got to keep the tire, keep the car and the tyres underneath him. Dry weather conditions at the moment. And that's John Ward, the race engineer for Brian Herder Autosport. John Ward, uh, the designer of various legendary cars, including the Eagle Toyota Mark III, back from the uh, early 90s that dominated IMSA sports car racing. A really clever guy. He's been around the sport ever since, engineering cars or, and or designing them. And he is kind of the brains on the box there for Brian Herder Autosport. And they're running at the, at the moment, actually. First and third, because up into second place now has gone 
the uh, number 84 car of Brian Henderson once again mm. having a good run. No, no, it's not, is it? No, that's uh, that's Shelby Blackstock up into third uh, yeah. place. In, in, in the caliber 37, in, in the second, in the second place. Yes, second place now. Yeah, he's got through, and in third. Uh, no, let me check that as I goes through. Yes, got into second in the second place, and we've got the 52. That's Colin Mullencar. Oh, oh, I thought that was the leader yeah. for a moment. No, it's the 93 that's that Mark has Siegel. got off the Audi of Mark Siegel, and he's gone off heavily. And hit the, he hasn't even managed to hit the tyre wall, he's hit the concrete barriers and is off a driver's right, just going up to the top of the S's. He looks all right, he's turned seven, he's got the car into reverse. I think he's trying to get it out of harm's way. Is he going to try and run it back on the track? Yes, he is. There's some bodywork damage and maybe some suspension damage there. So going up the S's, it's very, very damp grass. Been a lot of rain here over the last 48 or so hours. Got onto the circuit, well done to mark and that normally very immaculate number 93 Audi looking a little the worse for wear and just for a, a moment when I saw the green stripes on that car thought it was the leader but it's not Tyler McQuarrie has continued without any issue quite a stiff thump on the rear right corner that's deranged the concrete barriers on the infield there which are there to stop cars from going all the way across and coming back on to the other side of the circuit. The TCR battle has exploded and now we've got a Honda at the front of the field and that's Shelby Blackstock. Blackstock who led the championship along with Tom O'Gorman and then had two races to forget would be the really the lightest way that I can go. Oh, and now we've got the uh, Alpha off. This is the number three, the red car with the tan and uh, black front end. That was coming out through Hogpen onto the final uh, out of the final corner on the straight and I think there was another car off there as well a little bit earlier on which was the number 12 car that's one of the Audis in TCR Shelby Blackstock just getting a great run onto the front straight to take the lead they as I said were leading the championship for a long time and then had two races to forget is the most diplomatic way I can put that uh, where they didn't even get the green flag at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park uh, gave up the lead uh, Mark, uh, and gave up the lead in that championship and now they are back at the front and still the GS Turner Motorsports BMW Vin Barletta just at the front of this field They're, he's pulling away on the straights but he's getting bottled he's getting them bottled up behind them and another spin from the Alpha this time it turned 3-4 and there's damage this time to the left rear of the normally immaculate number oh and offers also oh dear it's one of the Windward cars, and there's another car going in and hit it. Oh, my goodness, that's a big one. That's the Faf McLaren, the 13 car, and that's at the top of the hill. Oh, and also Somebody going off Frank Lebeau. I'm, see I'm seeing Lebeau. I'm thinking that was the Mark Siegel car that had made it back to the pits. This is at the top of the hill for the roller coaster. Uh, Turner BMW number 96 is off. That'll make the TCR runners very happy for the time being. If he can't get back on, pits are closed, and we have a full course yellow. Now, is that just rain at the top of the hill? And it, in fact, it's at the bottom of the roller coaster that those three cars have all gone in, just over the top of the brow. The good news is the door to the 13 McLaren is open and the driver is getting out. There's a lot of steam around that. Now, which of the windward cars? It's the 57 car that's gone off. 
And that's Dad, that's that, Bryce that's Ward. Bryce Ward, and that car is very heavily damaged to the right rear. They've had no luck at all with damage this year. What a shame. I'm just wondering if there's something gone down there at that part of the circuit when Mark Siegel brought the Audi back to the pit lane, or is it just the fact that it's raining heavier there? There are definitely spots of rain around the circuit. So 13 and 57. 57, the Mercedes going off first and then cannoning into it the McLaren and there was another car in there as well yeah the 57 car was running in 11th position uh, he'd, he'd done a really good job he moved up from 17th on on the starting grid but that was big a big off. off so that was a big off for Bryce and then following him off he was trying to get a gear and then in backwards and on exactly the same trajectory came the 13 McLaren and then Frank Depew in the 71 Camaro a little bit further down so he didn't get quite as far around the corner yeah, that's bizarre to have two cars go through on exactly that same tangential right, okay. line off that corner. Right, both of the drivers from... I've definitely seen Bryce out of the car. And yeah, I definitely already Fadani was out. And uh, Was it Fadani, was yes. it? Sorry. Yeah, Fadani is out of the car. Ori Fadani is out of the car. It's a shame. He's, gone well, he's done well this he weekend. Big... Chris Green. Big incident. And Bryce Wilson... Uh, Bryce Wilson, uh, Bryce Ward is so annoyed with himself or something. Now, he was pointing back up the hill there. Impossible to know how that started. Full yeah. course yellow, of course, at the moment. It looks like Frank Depew has continued. It was a really, I mean, unabated speed. You're not going to slow down once you're on the grass, Jeremy, but it was quick, much quicker than the, the FAF car arrived. Yeah. And, and then Frank Depew turns up. Again, a little, even a little bit slower, but further up the, the hill for that one. Yeah, that was, that was uh, kind of weird. I mean, the number 57 car, he'd been in 11th place. He was kind of, kind of on his own, I think. He was right behind the number uh, 35 of, uh, of Jim Cox on that lap. Those two, uh, both in Mercedes. Uh, Jim Cox had uh, fallen back from the sixth starting position. Bryce Ward has made his way up from 17th and they're running 10th and 11th on the previous lap. I don't know whether he was trying to get past Jim, whether there was any contact between those two. So maybe... Great run to, to the lead, yeah. by the way, of TCR. What the lap before by Shelby Blackstock. And that was done before that full course yellow. There'll be no pass around here in the early part of the race. We're staying with how things stand behind the safety car once this is cleaned up pits are still closed but wipers on on a lot of the cars now and remember everybody started on slick michelin racing tires so now the question will be when the pits are open what do you do there's rain in the area the drive time jeremy here is 45 minutes if i remember rightly yeah so coming in now would mean that your driver would be in probably until the last 45 minutes. This is when the race was won last year, if you remember, on tactics about who took what and when they came into the pit. Uh, the tyre barriers have really done their job, but the problem with the Faf McLaren and the Winwood Mercedes were that they came into contact at the same part of the tyre barrier, having first come down the hill separately 
And there's quite a lot of damage now to the Mercedes. Yeah. Only it, some of which was caused by it going off into the Taribar. I, th I think the Camaro might get back going again because that car is the least damage of all three of them. I would say so. I, I completely agree with you there. And the, the number 57 uh, uh, Mercedes that went off first, he, he was, was backwards, fast. wasn't he, into the tyres. He was fast. going uh, a very quick... Uh, Rate of knots when he hit the when he made that contact with the tire wall, and then the car kind of bounced out of it. Uh, but uh, he was hit by, by the McLaren. That would have been uh, probably a harder hit for Bryce Ward to endure there. So the track definitely uh, is is pretty slick out there at the moment. And there's, um, there's certainly some drizzle in the air. Let's go down to Shea. Shea, Adam, we're waiting, oh, well, just before that, really big damage at the rear corner of that AMG Mercedes. And we've seen with uh, far less damage than that, cars having to be reshelled beforehand. Well, their uh, cars, unfortunately. Well, we had a couple, didn't we, at, um, at Watkins Glen. Uh, theirs and one other last year, I seem to remember, with damage. Uh, I was right about the Frank Depew number 71. That car is going to have dropped a few laps, but it's good enough to carry on, and we should stay out here. Don't pull into the pits now, Frank. Stay out. Well, he's already at the, at the back of the pack, so if he wants to come in and check the car over, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea because they, they don't have at least uh, three or four minutes to check it over, and he still wouldn't lose another lap, but he's not going to do that. He is going to stay out on the racetrack. And I think he should have come in. There's a tyre rub there on the right front, Thank you. Went in body nose first, so that would have pushed the uh, just be body work there. Body went onto the yes, yeah. but onto the tyre, and uh, you don't want that tyre up. Shea Adam has had a pit call, although the pits are still closed. It doesn't look very good for the number two of uh, Tyler Cook and Kenton Cook. Pulled into the pit lane, came to a stop, shut the car off, just turned it back on, but it was stationary for about 15 seconds with the headlights off, and now it's rolling once again. So that's more than just missing the fact that the pits were still closed. I think they just had to do a Control-Alt-Delete. Yeah, and Frank Depew waving everybody by. He wants to get that car back round to the pits without any further issues. Actually, it's the tiniest little bit of rub from the front wing. That will that'll pry bar out, I reckon. And he's just going to let everybody drive by him. Uh, the GS class split is occurring at the moment so that will put all of the GS class cars in front of all of the TCR cars which would much to the chagrin I'm sure of the TCR cars that had just got past Van Barletta in the 96 car when he fell off all of the drivers got out of those cars under their own steam so without assistance so that's the best news there the metal might be bent but that will straighten or be replaced Good news is that Orifadani and Bryce Ward, uh, Bryce Ward, were out of the cars. Uh, of course, Frank Depew has, has continued, so all yeah. good yeah. in that side of things. Yeah, got a feel there for uh, particularly for Bryce Ward. I mean, he, he's done a really, really nice job to move himself up six positions in the early oh, stages of this race, and you know he's been really fast. He's had all, he's all sorts of bad luck. He's made well, yeah. I mean, he's made he's made several mistakes, no doubt about it. But I mean, the guy has relatively little racing experience, and to be running as well as he was there uh, on a track like this in the early stages 
would have been uh, would have been really satisfying for him. So whether he made a mistake, whether he had a problem, uh, whether there was any contact to cause that accident, we do not really know at no. this stage. But he certainly had been running up until up very very well up until then. Hello to Moni Elysium heading home from Winter Park, tuned into the coverage here in audio. Not sure how long it'll take you to get back home, Moni, but we've still got uh, an hour and 40 minutes to go, so 100 minutes you might be able to catch some of the sound and vision together. Uh, pits still not open, and I, and I no, think they will in, not think, open. No, we were in the first 15 minutes of the race, yeah. so uh, this will remain. the pits will remain closed. This is going to be a fairly lengthy clean-up to that number 57 car, very heavily damaged. Done well to get the record down there, the flatbed out, down, out there already. Well, uh, now the problem will be getting the flatbed out of that, Jeremy, because that is, you know, that's right at the bottom of the hill. It's very damp down there. They may have to have something to tow that out, the flatbed, because it is very wet and it's raining heavily now. And it will be, I think, Shea Adam, um, wet tyres when the pits do open the question will be who will gamble oh. and stay out there for track position and who will come in well the pits shouldn't open because we were within right. the first little bit of the race but when they do open after the first green lap of the race yes yeah, so that's a good point you can't come in and follow the safety car in can you exactly let's do that as a psa hey teams if you're going to bring your car in <laughs> wait until after the first green lap otherwise you're going to get called for a drive-through penalty and that would not be good but I'm seeing a lot of wet weather tires up on the Has wall for now. championship leaders. And those are the guys I tend to look at, John. That was a public information announcement uh, on behalf of the pit lane. You can't bring your car in straight after the uh, following in the safety car. You have to do one lap around under green flag before the pits are open again. Hello to Carol Brake, who's out in Monterey, who's just had a B17 flyby at the past time during this yellow. Ah, very nice. All the AV geeks, and there are many in this paddock, will be very uh, will be very happy with that. So we've burned 20 minutes of the race already. At IMSA Radio, if you want to get in touch with us. Here's how it stands. Tyler McQuarrie from Paul, championship leader from second place, James Clear. Audi number 39 from BMW number 82. Then the McLaren of Corey Fergus, third in the championship, the 69 motorsport in action car. Then Ford Mustang into a closed pit. Frank Depew. Now they will be able to fix the damage under emergency service rules, and it only needs the pry bar. Well, they're using an aluminium or aluminium baseball bat. They've jacked the car up. Now drop it down. Drop it down. Let's have a look. See if it clears. Turn the wheel. They're changing one tire at the back. The left rear. Oh no, they're putting this. They're putting a. A treaded tyre on. Don't think they'll be allowed to do that under emergency service. Right, OK. Well, they're already a couple of laps down, so uh, serving another drive-through penalty really isn't going to be uh, that uh, consequential, I think, at this stage. So, uh, I'll tell you what, if they can get him out without losing another lap, he's going to be yeah, oh yeah, they'll super do that. quick when he comes round because he'll be on wet tyres. Right. And even if he has to come in, he has to do that within three laps. So, new set so it will not be the third win in three times behind the wheel for Frank Depew, of course. It's the last twice the car has won. And this is the team. The Chevy logo has gone from the front of the Camaro. This is the only team that's got two wins on the season in GS. 
think there's a bit more baseball bat required on that uh, right front fender on the underneath the wheel arch there. Yeah, they've got a, a narrower crowbar under that now. And they might as well take the time to get this right. Meanwhile, further down the pit lane, everybody are everybody getting out their wet weather tyres and waiting for the end of this safety car period and the green flag. One green flag lap, remember, before they can come into the pit lane. And Now, the pit now, interestingly, the pit's closed light has gone off, according to Shea Adam. I wonder... Now, this is... It, I'm going to put something out here, and I hope I'm right, and if I'm not, I apologise. I think this is really smart race officiating, and I'll tell you why. Why would you force people to go at racing speeds on slick tyres which aren't appropriate for the conditions? And so they've opened the pit lane, and therefore the GS cars will be able to come in. Yes, pit's open for GS. Pits are open for GS now. I think the safety car is going to stay out and they've opened the pit so that people can go in and get I think that's a really smart piece of officiating. Uh, I completely agree. I'm sure we'll stay out. I mean, the cleanup's still going on, Dan. It's going to take quite a long time yet. So uh, I think that's a really great call by the official to let them make make that decision if they want to. You don't have to come in and put on wet weather tyres. If you don't know, you're taking yeah. a bit of a risk. Uh, For the championship leaders, I would... I would... Uh, I would... Uh, I would say, you know, it, it, it might be worth coming in. I mean, they'll be looking at the weather. They'll be trying to see, you know, what other schools of rain are coming in. I looked at the, uh, the weather radar about 20 minutes ago, and it looked like the weather was uh, was quite a long way uh, away. It, it would, maybe the precipitation wouldn't be here till kind of closer to 4 o'clock. It's only just after 2.35 now. So no, indeed. It's, it's certainly come earlier than one might, might have anticipated. So this is a, a real crapshoot out there at the moment. Yeah, Andrew Barca says the... Uh, Mission and Pilot Challenge Series never fails to impress this year. Don't know what it is, but every race has had something that's cranked the drama meter to 11 billion. <laughs> uh, we, we, we've had to, in fact, recalibrate the drama meter, uh, uh, Andrew, by a, a factor of 100. Uh, in comes the GS field. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be full service. It'll be a top-up on the fuel. Remember that it's unlikely to see anybody change the drivers because they haven't done their drive time yet. Shea Adam, where are you in the pit lane? I'm right smack dab in the middle because, as you said, the GS field comes in and all but one car comes into the pit lane. It will be wet weather tires for the championship leading number 39 and the championship chasing number 82. So the Audi and the BMW both going to full wet weather tires. It is five stud wheels for them, but third in the championship. That's the Mia McLaren. They are going with wet wheels as well. They had slicks up on the wall, but the decision has been made to go for wets. Now, we've got some drama a little bit further up for the Aston Martin because the two cars share a pit box with two TCR cars they have not practiced pitting both cars at the same time first car back out and rolling Owen Trinkler in the number 46 team TGM he also is on wet weather tires we have the 82 that's back out and rolling next and then the Mia McLaren with the other McLaren jumping up a ton of spots for Compass Racing in the number 75. Next up the pit lane, the 60 Mustang, and then our championship leaders, the number 39, Tyler McQuarrie, who came into the pit lane in the lead, goes back out in sixth. Think actually the 75 McLaren got out ahead of the Ford Mustang, 46 
82, 69, 75 and 60, your top seven. That's how I saw them come out. So where's the championship leader? Right I, behind the uh, the Mustang. I, I reckon that's down to eighth position in class as they came off the pit lane. That's extraordinary. Now, more speed Audi with Rob Furriel steered out of the GS there. Now that's interesting. That's very interesting. All the TCRs yeah. will come in next time around. Uh, what is he hoping it's going to drive? I tell you what, Jeremy. Well, you know. Do you know what? It's it isn't raining here anymore. Yeah, and, and it's going to be a little while yet before uh, we go back to green. I think they're still working on the uh, on the tyre barrier down at turn 17. Well, you so, know, the most speed you know, car isn't in with a championship shout. Right. They're, they're here to, to get good finishes and uh, to showcase the car. If you do the same thing as everybody else does, you, you're going to get the same result. Worst thing that can happen, you can go a couple of laps and say, I can't make this work. We'll come in for Michelin wet. That's However, right. However, if plus, it dries out... Plus, uh, if we can get to 45 minutes in race, where are we now? An hour and 32. So we're almost half an hour into this race. If he can stay out there for another 15 minutes or so, when he comes That's in, he can point. then make his driver change. That's a good and, point. Uh, and, uh, and Spencer Pompelli can go to the end. Plus, the other factor here, Rob Ferriol... Remember, he was out there earlier on today in these sort of similar conditions in the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge race. He won the Gold Cup category by staying on the road uh, when others around them did not. So he knows kind of how the track is in these sort of conditions. Completely different car, of course. He's in uh, exactly the, the opposite situation where he was out on uh, wet weather tyres uh, in a drying condition like and he was out on dry weather tyres in wet conditions. Uh, Still just watching a replay there, number 57 oh. car going off the road. It didn't appear that there was anybody no. around him, did it? No, I, I still really didn't see how that happened, but there was three cars off in quick succession. So I can only assume then that it was the damp conditions that caught everybody out. That came in pretty quickly. Still work going on down there, as Jeremy said, down at the bottom of the hill. Out goes the number 97, Aston Martin. Uh, that was last out. Frank Depew will, I think, get a penalty for working on the car in a closed pit. But as Jeremy mentioned, he's many laps down now. TCRs will all come in this time, one presumes, unless someone is well, feeling... or will they? Front-wheel drive well, in these sort of tri uh, slick, you know, tri tricky, damp conditions. It's not full wet out there at the moment, I would suggest. There so are places it where it is. might be worth taking the... Yes, true. Uh, but there's, there's, it might be worth taking the gamble. Who's brave? I, I would say now that the uphill towards behind us and up towards the Oak Tree corner is all right for slicks. I would say over the top of the end of Madison Avenue and down at the start-finish line isn't. Uh, so, okay, so, you know, you pay your money. No one's brave. Yeah. Everyone's sensible. Everybody's no, one, one person's brave. Uh, he? Nick Galante is brave. Is he? Really? He stayed out the number 23 oh, yes, Audi. yes, he has. Everyone else has come into the pit lane, oh, though. The, the two uh, Hyundai TCR cars, man, they look a little bit battered and beaten already in this race. They both came in. They are both doing four-tire changes to wet weathers. Both of the LA Honda World cars are going to wet weather tires as well. We heard from Luis Pericarpi that they may play around with a little bit of strategy. They're not ready to do that just quite yet. We have both of the E-Euro parts Audis in as well. They are both doing four tire changes and both of the Alphas are doing four tire changes. And the Honda from Atlanta Speedworks, they too are doing tires. So every TCR car will be on wets except for the 23. Mm. 
Very interesting. We have seen, though, these TCRs go very well in the intermediate style or the transitional conditions. And who's yeah, going to be out of the pits first year? The car that has more podiums than anyone else in TCR so far this year, that's the number 61. Pit close light is still on, though. Gavin, oh, okay. It went back to green just as he got there. That made me really nervous. Next car rolling is the number 54, Michael Johnson, and then the 21 and 98 in that order, the 12 Audi, and then the 37 Honda. So they've dropped back quite a few places as second in the championship. So two teams who get the big gold star for the pit stops the Europots team for turning around Gavin Ernstone uh, as quickly and he will be leading the TCR category you know, he'll be second of course won't he because Nick Galanti will be leading but also uh, coming through uh, I think in I think in third position at very worst is Owen Trinkler in the 46 he was so they really turned that car He'll be fourth, I think. The other car that did not stop there was the number two Audi that was in earlier during that caution period. Ah, so he didn't stop. So he didn't stop just now. So I think the order when they come past again, Ron Ferrell is going to lead. Uh, then the number 21 car, uh, 23 car, excuse me, is in second place. That is the TCR entry of Nick Galanti, who did not stop. Then Tyler Cook uh, next up in the uh, Audi that was uh, in the pits during the caution that hadn't stopped with everybody else and then behind that are all the pits the regular pit stoppers and the and the uh, the, the guy that fared worst worst out of that once again is automatic racing mm. the number zero nine car is going to be right at the back of the pack actually the zero nine and number 97 what? right at the back of the pack so once again were they only using one crew again yeah to, but to still you know cars. i mean but the one car was up inside the top 10 you've got to prioritize that that came in ahead of the other one they should have been able to they should have left left probably left the 97 car uh, he was at the back of the pack in any case probably should have left him out to do one more lap and then come in uh, perhaps but to, but otherwise just keep out of the way uh, but that was a a, a costly stop for the zero 0-9 team. Well, and Akil Rabindra will find himself back in the uh, 20th position now once we get the reset. Here's a question, and I, I'm asking this genuinely because I don't know the answer. We've already done the GS split before we opened the pits, so do we do it again, or do we restart with that TCR car in second place? No final wave by. Uh, there's no one in between the, uh, the, the uh, safety car and the class leaders mm. uh, but it doesn't, doesn't actually mention anything about a class oh, split uh -oh. problem for the Atlanta Speedworks oh. car the onboard jacks haven't retracted fully on the number 84 right. Honda the blue and yellow car and it's sparking all the way it can barely be on the ground there it's sitting up high uh, with the tyres uh, it, it doesn't look quite right and the it's wearing away the bottom of the jacks that car will have to come back in to the pit lane now whether they just haven't retracted properly or whether they've just dropped down again until you don't run off the circuit. Well, I think maybe he's trying to kind of dislodge them somehow. Let's see if they'll pop back up. But well, yeah, maybe force them into submission. Yeah, this is the 84 car, which was running well up. And in fact, he's still in ninth position for Brian Henderson. Yeah. But he's going to have to come into the pits there, Jeremy. Yeah, he got as high as second or third, but then fell back to fifth position before the, uh, the caution came out. That looks like that system needs to be charged and then... Uh, released again oh well we are getting a second GS class split so that's twice in the space of this safety car so there's my question answered thank you race control so Correct. that means that's that Nick Gallant will drop back down from second all the way down to 22nd position
Remember, the second place car, then Tyler Cook, entered and a closed pit. But as far as we saw, didn't have any work done on it and stopped the engine, restarted and drove out again. So whether that attracts a penalty, he did stop in his box, his pit box in the pit lane, and that may be... I've seen cars coming... It was funny enough, last weekend I was we had on IMSA Radio, there was a whole slew of races from uh, Laguna Seca from down through the years, and we had the incident that actually sparked the move to what's now called emergency service was the creation of uh, was it the creation it was the Johansson and Johnny Morland car actually came in uh, just seconds committed to coming in just seconds after the yellow flag was thrown for a standard pit stop otherwise they would have run out of petrol and God. they changed the rules after that to do the emergency pit stop but the, the thing that they could have done was sat in those days was sat in their pit box and not touch the car until the pits were open, but that would have cost them even more time. So, so it was a huge shuffle of positions at TCR. Oh, wasn't massive! It? Wasn't Absolutely it? incredible. Number sixty-one car effectively comes out, uh, well, effectively in the lead, at least of those who made the pit stop. Number twenty-three car, of course, uh, did not come into the pits. Nick Galanto, he is still on on slick tyres. And by the way, Brian Henderson came in in the eighty-four Honda Civic TCR. They recharged and discharged the jack system and that has gone out without the jacks dangling down and sparking Splendid. and he's only I mean he's, he's dropped down to 11th but he's on the tail of everybody else because he did that under yellow flag so that's cost him nothing they may if they've had any sense they would have put some fuel in that as well and just put an extra lap of fuel in here that's exactly what yeah. they did while well he was done. here they might as well yeah. and uh yeah they got the jack to go up uh, it actually went up a lot easier than they were expecting to yeah. so that's good and i have an answer for you on the tyler cook situation right. because number two he, audi in second because he did not do any work on the car they're letting it go it's not a penalty yeah. but that's he great. did stop in his box and when you enter a closed pit you are supposed to drive straight through to avoid a penalty but they deem because he didn't do anything he's okay so just checking underneath the 84 car, and that looks to be all right. The lights are off on the Nissan GTR. And the hope for the 84 car is that there won't be another a problem at its next stop as well. Correct. That's exactly right, Jeremy. So restarting with the field under the control of Rob Furriel. Remember, the only car in the field except for the Nick Gallant number 23 that is still on slick tyres. Oof, he's gone early. He's gone very early. Did he pass... The safety car in the pit lane, it must have been very close, but he's got a decent restart. Trailing him in second position is Tyler Cook. Now, Tyler Cook must be on, still on slicks as well, of course, because they weren't allowed to do anything. Everybody else behind the two Audis are on wet weather tyres. No, I don't think, I think the 46 car, I reckon the 46 car is on slicks. He's fallen right back in the pack here, and I fancy that car might be on slicks. They're taking a gamble. If Own Trigger can keep that car on the road, when everybody else comes in, if it dries out, to put on slick tyres, he could be in the catbird seat here. So they just fueled that I car. I think then, so. And I that's think how that's they turned it around so quickly. quickly exactly right, I I'll, think so I'll buy that for a dollar and that is now confirmed Giovardi once again playing the tactical card and that remember won them the race here last year Owen was actually in the pit lane coming in and they decided not to change tyres and Owen drove brilliantly that day on slicks in damp conditions not quite as wet as this mind you so this is going to be a struggle for the first few laps but these 
Michelin wet weather tyres are so efficient, we will get, if it stops, if it doesn't rain anymore, the track will dry up very, very quickly indeed. Uh, I think from, by the time they get around to complete this lap, you know, just about uh, done, what was it, 40, uh, it's 40 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, 40 minutes, so we're now, uh, 38 and a half, 38 and, and uh, 38 minutes and 45 seconds into the race. So another minute and a quarter, and you're going to be good. You'll, you'll have completed your minimum drive time and can make your pit stop. The Camaro driver change. The Camaro is going to get a stop and 60 seconds for working on the car in a closed pit. We expected that. It's a 71 car, and the number 97 car, the Aston Martin, will spin on jack stands. So that will have to come in again, but that's just a drive-through. There goes number 90, uh, 39 car making up uh, making up a position. I think that's on the uh, 82 BMW, I think. So a good restart there for uh, Tyler McQuarrie. That's championship implications yeah, there, Yeah, very Jeremy. much so. They're first and second in the championship. Uh, and uh, Tyler McQuarrie, I think, has made up several positions on this lap. So back to green, flag racing. Two McLarens wheel to wheel. Side by side, the motorsport in action car trying to go around the outside of the darker coloured Compass racing car and does the job going into the horseshoe at turn one and two. Does it with some style and pulls away immediately. Tell you what, that was a great restart there by uh, number 39 car. He went from eighth to third on that restart. So at the front of the field, two McLarens. Paul Holton, now into second, Corey Fergus. Impressive in the damp session we had earlier on this week. And so Jeremy. That's thrown a cat amongst the pigeons as far <laughs> as all of the uh, all of the tactics is concerned. I'm not really sure how all of that's going to play out now. No, but uh, certainly number 46 car. If you can uh, state, you just turn a kind of a reasonable pace here. He's already fallen back there to complete uh, lap 13. Way back now into the what 13th position is he, or, or further than that 19th position now. Uh, he's already 23 seconds behind the leaders. Uh, and uh, But it's a long lap here, and the track should should start drying out so within three or four laps. Uh, if you're going to lose 20 seconds a lap, uh, that's around about what, what, what the advantage you would need uh, to make sure that the other guys making a pit stop isn't going to be an advantage. So at this stage in the game, uh, Owen Trinkler has got to just work, work really, really hard. That's a sister car. Uh, the Team TGM entry car number four, that's uh, uh, Tid Giovannis, who's been off the road also at the exit of turn 12. Good news for followers of the TCR number 17. That's a Gabby Chavez car. Share, Adam. That car is back out from behind the wall. They've just put it on wet weather tires. It is now taking the start of the race effectively. It was a fuel pressure pump issue with that car off the start. They've changed it and gotten it out. It's a heartbreaker. Yeah, it is. They're just going to be out there for a bit of fun this afternoon now. An hour and 17 minutes to go, make that now an 18 minutes to go. Live from trackside, in sound and vision across the world. No brakes, no blocks. This is the Virginia is for Racing Lovers Grand Prix. And TCR battles are plenty, including for 
the number 98, that being the uh, Hyundai Veloster, coming up on the 61 Audi, which was the Gavin Ernstone car. They were turned around very, very quickly. Was there just a little bit of a touch between those two? No, all clean through turn one. Tell you what, the 09 car, uh, Akil Rabindri took the restart in the 20th position up into 11th already. That's amazing. Uh, the other interesting thing... He uh, loves these conditions, doesn't oh, he? We yeah, saw that he before. Just, yeah, he does. Absolutely superb run by him. And uh, Corey Fergus, by the way, who, who kind of struggled or was muscled around at the end of the race at Road America in the wet a few weeks ago, fell from the lead down to seventh place in the last, well, few hundred yards, effectively, or last couple of, couple, couple of laps in any case. Uh, he's now taken the lead of the race from Paul Holton. So clearly the, he, we talked to him yesterday, Shea Adam talked to him in the pit lane, and he said he held, held no... No qualms about racing in the, in the rain, and he's showing it in these very, very treacherous conditions now. Here is is in the lead of this race, coming down to a hog pen one more time. This will be completion of lap 15. He's got the the other McLaren of Paul Halton right in his wheel tracks. Those two maybe a couple of seconds ahead of Tyler McCorry in third position. And Tyler's now edged away just a little bit from Nate Stacey in the number 64. Behind Nate Stacey is James Clay in the Bimmer World BMW. Then Russell Ward doing a really nice job in kind of a 33 for Windward Racing and rounding out the top 10. Jeff Mose in kind of a 56. Uh, Ari Baylog in kind of a 80 for Stephen Cameron Racing in, excuse me, for Bimmer World Racing in the uh, BMW. And then Alan Brynjolfsson in the Porsche and Jim Cox in kind of a 30 rounding out the top 10 at IMSA Radio if you'd like to get in touch with us in TCR Gottsacker leads for Hyundai Veloster TCR the number 21 car has worked its way back to the field that's the black car and Harry at the moment just six tenths of a second uh, ahead of Gavin Ernstone in second place in the number 61 machine he's got Mark Wilkins right up his tailpipes there it's good this is good running from Gavin learning very quickly amongst guys that he doesn't normally run with in fact he's just lost that second position to Mark Wilkins in the 98 car so Ernstone goes through in third in the first of the Audis then it's the McDonough number 12 car then Rob Furriol he's dropping down remember he's that's the 18 Audi he's still on slick tyres Ted Giovannis in the number four car coming in and that's because he's done his 45-minute share. So that is uh, now going to be a change of driver and Guy Cosmo to the end as we've got two McLarens battling at the top of the circuit at the south end, 75. And the number 69, the a motorsport in action car and the compass car, and that is for the lead of the race. Yeah, now we saw these two battling at Road America in the closing stages there. You know, these are both McLarens. One would wonder whether Compass Racing would try and help the number 69 car. Compass Racing, the, the number 75, they won the first race of the season at Daytona, but struggled since then. They've fallen way back in the points. But number 69, MIA team, is right there up in the championship stakes right now, coming into here in third position. And and only 13 points be, uh, behind overall championship leaders. Uh, you would think they might want to help him. They certainly didn't at Road America, and it looked like he's not doing it here either. Frank the Pew is really struggling. I'm not sure the front end of that. Uh, that's number 71. Camaro has got both wheels pointing in quite the right direction there, if I'm honest. 
Ted Giovannis did come in. I'm just watching this battle for first, second and third at the moment, Shell. We'll come to you in a moment because I think we've just seen something significant down there, which I'll get you to report on in a sec. Down into turn one, it is the two McLarens uh, just going round and also the Carban car in third position, the Audi just going round what was the Ted Giovannis car. Now that, of course, is Guy Cosmo in that car. He'll go to the end from here, shit on slick tires and indeed it has stopped raining hard on the pit lane a very light drizzle not even enough for the umbrella hat though okay well Shea's umbrella hat is off that is always a good sign so how quickly will this Virginia International Raceway track dry off Virginia is for racing lovers Grand Prix two hours were on the clock for the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge got an hour and 13 still to go big crash that has taken out the number 13 McLaren, now officially retired. I think we can say the 57 Winwood Mercedes AMG GT4 is gone as well. And at the moment, it's the two McLarens at the front of the field chased by the championship leader. 69, 75, 39. Still a few spits and spots on the southern end of the circuit at Oak Tree. Big gap back from Tyler McQuarrie to Nate Stacey, who's the first of the front-engined cars in fourth position, the number 60 Mustang, but he's a, getting on for three seconds back from the leading trio. Yeah, the leading trio altogether now. They were a couple of seconds apart on the last lap, but uh, because of that slow lap, a 2.11 it was last time around for Corey Fergus. We've now got the top three. Well, they were nose to tail. I'm sure where Corey Fergus is as we look this picture coming around. Uh, into oh, the roller wide. coaster. Yeah, Corey's foot pulled away a little bit. So I wonder now whether Paul Holt is trying to help uh, Corey Fergus just a little bit. Meanwhile, hats off to Rob Ferriol, number 18 yes. car. He's 49 seconds behind the leader, having not made a pit stop as Guy Cosmo goes off the road on, on his outlap. On slick tyres. First flight. Remember, Rob, Rob Ferriol still on on slick tyres, and he's well ahead, interestingly, of Owen Trinkler who in the changed, number 46 car. Who changed to slick tyres, yeah. No, he stayed on slick tyres. Sorry, he stayed yeah. on slick tyres, yes. I'm sorry, you're absolutely right, but he did come into the pits. I think Owen's problem was he got passed by a whole load of TCR cars off the start who were on wets and he hasn't been able to make that ground back as yet. His lap time last time around a 2.19, 2.10 by the leader. But Corey Ferguson a class of his own at the moment as far as lap times are concerned as McLaren, Compass McLaren 75, dark grey and red. Another dark grey car behind him is the car barn Audi, the 39 car with the green flashes on them. It's Inter Nissan battling for the two Hyundais and the 21 car goes back to the lead. Got Sacker ahead of Wilkins. Gavin Ernstone hanging on, Ernstone down the inside going for the lead. Gavin coming from a long way back, does he get it stopped? Yes he does. Smashing move, Gav. He's just taking the lead back. That was absolutely awesome. Nowhere near the kind of racing experience of the guys around him and Ernstone for Audi leads well done Gav that was a super super move new leader in TCR and earned leader as well as Ernstone goes back to the front of the field meantime who did I see coming into the pit lane was it the 60 car no it was the 40 Mustang it was the other Mustang it was the Pesek car. It was Pesek in the pit lane. Now, yeah, the pink Ford, the PF Racing Pesek family team. 
You'll be was handing that over that card to Jade Buford. Slicks are wet going on that car. Did you see, Shay? No, I didn't. I'm down by the Hyundai team, uh, but I would imagine they would have gone to Slicks. I can walk down and find out. Thank you, Shay. Just look at the lap times. Rob Ferriol last time around was a 2 minutes 16. He's on Slicks, we know. The leader did a 2.10. Uh, the uh, number 46 car of Owen Trickley he did a 2 minutes 17. So still, it would appear wet weather tyres are, are, are still a little bit quicker at this stage. Shea, just seeing the rain, rain on the pit lane is that uh, mosquito motorcycle rain. It's just in your head and bothering you. Still wet out in the circuit in places, though, as the battle for the TCR ladies back on again with Wilkins in the Hyundai number 98, muscling his way back to the lead. Gavin Ernston is doing a cracking yeah. job holding on to these guys. Drops back into second, but he was super late on the brakes going down into turn one. No disrespect to Gav here, Shea, but it might be worth just sticking your head into the 61 pit and making sure that is still Gav there. And John didn't jump into it but I, I didn't see them change drivers at the pit stop if I'm honest and they were very quick on the pit stop well if they did they were before the 40, uh, 40 yeah, minutes I, oh exactly so they'd have to put him back in again at the end two of the quickest car on the track on this lap was Akil Rabindra in the Aston Martin for automatic racing car number 09 up into 8th position he took the restart down my chart here where was he in the restart 20th uh, and he's now moved himself up inside the top 10 again so despite a horrendous pit stop Akil Rabindra is absolutely flying he's now about three and a half seconds behind Russell Ward in car number 33 who's the next car in his sights last time around he was five seconds faster and the PF Mustang went back out on uh, wet tires wet tires put back on that car Winwood Racing's other car with Russell Ward behind the wheel went for a little ride got some grass on the grill he's keeping an eye on the temperature he'll be swapping with Indy Donchi shortly is what the team are telling us by their social media accounts TCR leader Mark Wilkins then Owen Trinkler last lap around car number 46 is way down in 24th position now was 17th in GS was a 2 minutes 13 to the race leader Corey Fergus 2 minutes 10 2.9.9 now as Corey comes across the line to Corey Fergus to complete lap 19 in the A in the uh, well that's six seconds most action. that's six seconds quicker than he was going two laps ago Owen so he, he did a two yeah. he was doing two on uh, he was doing two at 19s wasn't he so he's getting quicker and quicker but will it be enough the Ford Mustang now of Nate Stacey has closed right up on that battle for what is now second place. Paul Holton and the McLaren as they head into turn at four and five. Paul Holton's under increasing pressure from the championship leader Tyler McQuarrie, but Nate Stacey windscreen wipers the blazes right with those two as well. That's a really good battle. Then there's a big gap back to Jeff Mosing in car number 56, who is struggling to hold off James Clay and Akil Rabindra maybe might have made a he's, oh no he's got past Russell Ward that's Correct. what I was looking at yes well, so Russell, Russell's Russell been Ward. off the track so that was part of that battle definite drier line up through the S's now by no means full dry as they head into the southern end of the circuit in the oak tree corner looks very greasy horrid yuck out there but definitely a dry line and the Mustang making the best of that it would seem at the moment 
as the cars battling for second, third and fourth fan out across the track for a moment. We had three across the track there. The two mid-engine cars leaving enough space down the middle for the Mustang if he can get through. Paul Holt and Tyler McQuarrie and then Nate Stacey. Now, did Nate put on wet tyres at the stop? Yes, he did. So they're all on wet tyres. Who did we think? We, we, we left Rob Furriol on dry weather tyres. His lap time last time at 2.12 against the yeah. 2.09. So it's, start, it's, it's getting, getting closer. towards. It's getting closer. It's, it's getting close. Nick Gallant left his tyres on as well, of course. I'll tell you what, Rob Ferrell is lapping quicker than Owen Trinkler. Yeah. That's no mean feat. That really isn't. I mean, goodness sake. Uh, Rob's first ever race in this car. He knows the track fairly well, but he's only been racing for a couple of years. Now, in TCR... We've got Nick Gallant, who kept his slicks on, now lapping at the same speed as the leader, Mark Wilkins, both down in the 2.12s. In fact, in fact, Nick, I, I, I think he was a little quicker last time around on the slicks, Nick Gallant. Yes, he was. Uh, oh, no, he's just going to uh, go down again. Nick Gallant. No, no, 2.12 against the 2.13, 2.12s. Yeah, it's crossover time for TCR. Yes. It's crossover time for TCR. Not quite there, but getting close for the GS cars. 2.06 that time for Akil Rabindra in Aston Martin, car number 0 on 9. Wet. Uh, on wet. Wet, yeah. right. Uh, and the race leader, 2.08.7. The second, third and fourth place cars all in the 2.07s. 2.87 for leader Corey Fergus, 2.07s for the second, third and fourth cars. And there's Vin Barletta off the road. Get in the pit lane, Vin. He's come through yeah, the final corner and hit the uh, barriers quite hard in that what is normally an immaculate turn at BMW. My guess is he went a little bit wide and then swept across the track right in front of the TCR leader and clouded the inside barriers to drive his right really hard with the, actually the left front of that car. He'd almost gone all the way around there. That's uh, gonna take that car out of any hope of a decent finish. Rob Ferriel, 208 that lap as well. Though the crossover point is definitely here. You wanna be on, on dry weather tires from here on. Uh, and how far can you go on fuel, Jeremy? That's the question. Can you do an hour on fuel? Uh, for the, uh, 55 minutes for yeah, the GSs? Yeah, 50, 50 odd minutes for the GS cars. So uh, they, they, they need to stay out a little bit longer if they can. It was a pretty lengthy caution period. Uh, but this is a fascinating race uh, at this stage. Lots yet to play out. 20 laps completed. Coming up for an hour, 57 oh, minutes three completed. Wide. Three wide coming down the front straight as we've got the battling Mustang and McLaren, and that is a battle for position. The 60 and the 75 across the line. They were putting a lap on one of the TCR cars and the championship leaders behind both of them now. So Mustang now goes up into second place. Ford Mustang, Nate Stacey, second place across the line from Paul Holton and Tyler McQuarrie, the championship leader, now down to fourth position. The 22nd gap mind back from those four to James Clay. And all of a sudden, uh, these cars are a lot closer to Corey Fergus. Uh, Nate Stacy there is really doing... That was a great last lap for him. A 206.5 for uh, Nate Stacy. Uh, it's uh, same time lap time as Owen Trinkler, finally getting up to speed now, but he's down in 21st position in car number 46. Right turn, lover, on the Twitter at IMSA Radio says, it's Akil Rabinder from a part of India where it rarely rains, therefore he doesn't know that it's supposed to slow you down. He studied <laughs> in Edinburgh and he's been racing in the UK, RTL. So trust me, he knows all about how 
to drive in adverse conditions. It's really tough out there now for the drivers because you've got the situation where there's barely any water being thrown up from the tyres and the windscreens are filthy, absolutely filthy. Indy Donchi jumps in to the remaining Win Ward AMG GT4 and that will be a set of slick tyres. It's got yeah. to be slick tyres at this point, and it is for the 33 Mobile One car. Yeah, the question is, can they get to it? If it stays green all the way, can they do, do the remainder of this race? It's more than an hour. It's going to be a pretty tall order, I think. But if there is a full course caution, they'll certainly be looking very, very good. Tell you what, the uh, Michelin Wets that have come off that car is in remarkably good condition. So Indy Duncher then knows all about these Mercedes. Good driver for feel as well. How will he go in that great silver and red Mobile One sponsored AMG GT3, uh, GT4? Out onto the circuit, he's just lost the lead lap. Just lost the lead lap as the leader went through there. Yeah, and, and that's why the, uh, the uh, decision, where, where are the TCR leaders? I hate being on the other T side of the racetrack. TCR leaders are just in the second sector now. Right, so they haven't yet been lapped, have they? So the number 46 car just got on the last lap, actually. Uh, Owen Trinker got himself ahead of the uh, TCR cars. So uh, that gamble by staying out has kind of played in his favour, except for the fact he's still got to make a full pit stop from here. Yeah, but he'll, he'll go. He, what he'll do is he'll go for another 15 minutes, won't he? I suppose. I suppose everybody will at this point. just hearing from the officials and it's good news nasty looking incident that brought out the full course caution Ori Fadani and Bryce Ward have been evaluated and released from the circuit medical centre as in to the pit lane comes the Audi of Gavin Ernstone. He's been doing a brilliant job. Shea Adam is down at E-Europarts. He has done his job perfectly well, and now it's up to John Morley. It will be scuff tires for John as they do go to slicks. The number eight is off the circuit at the final turn, but trying to get things going again is Rodrigo Salas as the team, the same team, continues to service their TCR cars. Broken left front splitter for Gavin Ernstone when he brought this car in. And also, I heard the words, we're down a cylinder being talked to for John. John Morley, so he is, has a car underneath him that's not in perfect health, but that will still be enough for them to try and go to get their first win of the year. They've stood on every other step of the podium, just not the top one. And Gavin Ernstone gets back over the wall. Behind them is the number 12. That is the sister car. Ryan Nash and Russell McDonald sharing that, and that car also taking off the wets and going to slicks. They should be good to the end. They are said that they're expecting at least one more caution before this thing wraps up. And away goes the number 61. Came in with the number three on the side. Let's see where they cycle back out when it's all said and done. TCR cars can definitely go to the end from here. They can do an hour, no problem at all. GS, though, I think that's uh, very marginal at best. So they will try and uh, stay out here for probably another five minutes or so if they can before they make the stops. And uh, they're turning good lap times now. But look at that gap between first and second. It's, it's definitely down. closing down. Nate Stacey, a brilliant job in that car number 60 for core uh, for Core Motorsports and the Ford Mustang in second place and he's uh, got the legs at the moment at least of Paul Holton in third Tyler McQuarrie well he's uh, not far behind either there in fourth position in the Audi the championship leader car number 39 and as the pit stops are now starting the one and only pit stops for the TCRs Mark Wilkins is drifting that 
light blue and red Hyundai Veloster. Wonder how long he'll stay out before he peels off into the pit lane. He's not coming in this time, I don't think. He stays all the way over to the left-hand side of the track. 57 and a half minutes still to go. His teammate Gottsacker in second place. Shelby Blackstock up into third position as the... Ah, Gottsacker peeled off. Shea Adam, you've got the black Hyundai. I was just about to say, where's Harry gone there? because I saw him coming down the hill, but he's peeled off and comes into the pit lane. He decided to visit his crew and to stay here for a little while, giving Mason Felipe an opportunity to drive. This is the car that won the last race. The race before that, they got their first podium of the season. So they are really on a roll. They are doing four tires, putting on slicks as well. Those two scuffed rubber for the Hyundai. So the number 21 getting a full service, just waiting on the fuel at this point as it continues to pour in. And now it comes back up the fuel line. So that is a fully full tank driver change still going on as is the right side tire change so this looks like a pretty well executed stop for brian Hurtis, boys and girls and slick tires presumably on that yes uh, she did say that akil rabinda now up the seventh he's doing exactly what he did yeah at road america although he just lost the position on the last lap around to number 56 uh, mercedes of jeff mosing so uh, uh, mosing is now fully up to speed all the quick guys now uh, are on uh, uh, low two minutes except the quickest car on track is now Owen Trinkler in car number 46 the first guy since the rain came to go sub two minutes but the fastest car on the track is Guy Cosmo down in 21st 1 minute 56.9 for Guy Cosmo he went on to slicks very very early remember Indeed. because that was just 45 minutes into the race he will have to stop again Shea Adam we have had the Winwood number 33 car back into the pit lane. Was that a problem at the pit stop? Well, sort of. It was speeding in the pit lane exit. One click over, but even if you're over, you're over. So they had to come back in and serve a drive through. We're waiting on the 98, the Hyundai that's leading the way. Mark Wilkins driving it right now. Mike Lewis getting back into it, and they too have some scuffed. Uh, no, those are actually stickers on the slick tires. And now that car comes into the pit lane. And right behind them, the next pit box back is the Bimmer World. The number 82 will be coming in here shortly. And they too will be getting sticker Michelin tires. So it's that point in time where people are getting really brave. Oh, and also in is the number 52 and the 37 LA Honda World cars. They are pitting together. Both cars are going on to brand new Michelin tires. And both cars full service, meaning that Tom O'Gorman takes over the 37 and Max Fox winner last year in the ST category is taking over for Colin Mullen in the 52. At the head of the field, the top three are together coming down the roller coaster through 16 and down into the hog pen at turn 17. And this is very interesting indeed. Who blinks first from the leaders? 54 minutes to go. So they can only go about another 10 minutes. And remember, we have seen people been excluded for drive time violations by just seconds so they need to make sure that this works right top four make that the top four now pretty much together coming down into the horseshoe with the number 69 motorsport in action mclaren Corey fergus leading by less than half a second over nate stacy who's been the man on the move over the last five or six laps in the number 60 the bright pink mustang with the black rear end on that car then the first of the 
two grey cars is the number 75. That's got the orange on it, Paul Holton. And that's the McLaren GT4 of Compass Racing. Behind that, the championship leader is just a little bit further back. And here's Guy Cosmo yep. unlapping himself yep. from the leaders in the number four Ted Giovannis motorsport car. He is down in 17th position and the a, a lap off the lead. Now, is he just one lap off the lead? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. And Akil Rubindra, by the way, has moved himself up into the uh, fifth position now. He got past both uh, James Clay and, uh, and uh, Jeff Mosing in the last couple of laps, but he's a full 27 seconds behind the leading quartet, who uh, pretty much knows to tell. Uh, number 39 car just back a second or so, but uh, it's, it's pretty close, certainly. And we can see now Nate Stacey trying to get to the damp er part of Madison Avenue, the, the main back straight coming up toward the roller coaster. Just try, trying to keep those wet weather tyres as cool as he possibly can. There's no real wetness out there now. There's certainly some dampness. The track there will be a little bit cooler. That will help the Michelin tyres. Yes, it will. That's off again, though, to Rob Ferriol. He's, uh, he's about nine seconds uh, behind... Uh, number 46 car of Owen Trinkler. Uh, Rob Ferrell making his debut in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. Owen Trinkler, the most experienced driver in the series history. This is Owen's 157th start. Rob Ferrell in his first, and he's only nine seconds behind him. Uh, yeah. It's a very, very impressive effort for Rob Ferrell, who has yet to make his pit stop in a ninth position in caliber 18 for the Moore Speed Audi team. Yeah, that's worth seeing that that car's on the, the tyres it started on. Here comes Guy Cosmo on the race leader and blazes past him. Remember, he's on slick tyres that he's got up to temperature and pressure, and Guy's last lap around was a 159.9 against a 202.6 from the leader he's not the only man in under two minutes uh, Owen Trinkler has got past Rob Furriol as Jeremy says he did a 57.4 last time around now a 56.1 for Trinkler as he's trying to chase down Jeff Mosing it's not going to take him very long because he's taking five seconds a lap out of him in fact, he took 10 seconds a lap after out of him last time around. Uh, and who's just gone quicker? Indy Donchie's just done a 55-6. Donchie with a 55-6 on new slick tyres. So these guys at the front of the field here, they're going to have to be careful because they are going to find that all of that lead that they've built up is going to disappear very quickly. You're taking six and seven seconds a lap after people, Jeremy. All those big leads are going to disappear very quickly indeed. Yeah, but all of these leaders, so 51 minutes remaining in this race. We're getting close now to the window where they can make it to the end. Uh, the interesting thing, of course, is the number 46 car. That came in uh, and took on some fuel uh, way back on lap nine. So uh, a long time ago now, it's going to lead a lot. Ooh, this is important. Leader in TCR at the moment, James Vance, the Audi number 23. Penalty for wheel rotation whilst on the jack stands. And here's another penalty from the pit stops as well. This time for the number 52 pit lane speed violation. Again, that was just one over for the number 52 machine. So that's bad luck for them, but that's why you have a pit lane speed limiter. The idea is to stop you from doing that. Always best to set it a little bit low as well. No sense in being close to the limit 
it's a battle for the lead at the moment going through NASCAR bend at turn three here comes Nate Stacey and it's McLaren versus Mustang would seem a fairly unequal fight but the GT3 uh, GT4 regulations allowing vastly different cars to run very similar lap times balance of performance oft described as a fairly dirty word dirty set of letters but it's working well here for two very different cars the svelte Oops. British McLaren against the bluff muscle of Detroit Iron. I'm talking of Svelte British cars. Akil Rubindra, I think, must have had an off on the oh, previous lap. He's lost, lost a lot of ground. He remains in eighth he was position. Up to fifth at once he was. Did, he yeah. was up to uh, that's right up to fifth place. But he's now down to uh, to eighth and got uh, quite a lot of work to do again now. And uh, number 46, uh, Owen Trinkler. He's the first uh, of the cars that on slick tyres. He's up into sixth position and about 36 seconds behind the leaders, but catching, well, he's about to pass if he hasn't already, uh, the uh, number 82 car, James Clay. Four minutes before starting drivers have to come in at the, it is, 40, is it 45 or 40 minutes, Jeremy? Uh, for 40 minutes, I think. 40 minutes, it? all right. I think so. Right, eight, eight minutes then for the leading drivers before they have to come in to give their drivers the right amount of time Leaders times last time out to the 203s for Corey Fergus. Nate Stacey still just a little bit quicker, but a 159.7 for Tyler Cook into the pits for Tyler McQuarrie, championship leader coming in. We'll keep an eye on that with Shea Adam, who's down in the pit lane waiting patiently for an interview. But the battle for the lead just won't let up at the moment. Down into turn four, is this the opportunity for the Mustang? Almost a touch as they go through to turn three. Meantime, Tyler McQuarrie is out of the car at the 39 Audi pits. Let's go down to Shea Adam. Nick Lante uh, got called for a drive-through with wheels spinning on the jack. You were the first one to say that's your fault. You didn't put it in park, but we're going to move on to something a little bit happier. You were one of two cars to stay out there on slicks in the wet conditions. You said that was fun? That was fun towards the end, of course. You know, whenever you make that decision, you're biting your nails through the glove uh, for the first couple laps when it is wet. But as soon as it starts to dry, you're, you're praising your team for the best call they've ever made. Chris Valley and uh, Dylan, they made a great call. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be out here representing the, the Alzheimer's charity that we have going, the Racing the End Alzheimer's, and to do a good drive like I just did. Hopefully that penalty won't bother us too much. You know, I know my wife's watching at home, and, and you know, I'm thinking of her most of all, but uh, I, I hope to hope to bring home a trophy here. I've never won here at VIR, and I, I love this track so much, and uh, I love IMSA so much, so, so thanks for being a part of it. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you, Shay. So 47 Boy, minutes to go. Uh, that leads in uh, in TCR number 61, yes. Road Jagger Racing well, uh, they, with they Europarts. Two great pit stops for yep. them, Jeremy. And, and when everybody came in after the end of that, uh, or in that full course caution, they turned Gavin around brilliantly. And I've got to say, Gavin's done his part today because he was racing with the Hyundais and doing a yep. great job. Pits. Here's the leader. He's first and second into the pit lane. McLaren and Mustang. Does the Paul Holton car come in as well? Yes, he does. Top three into the pit lane. Does Jeff Mosing come in in the 56 AMG? Or will that allow, and will that allow Tyler Cook to go through? Shea Adam watching the top two who are pitted together. 
They are. They're separated by almost nothing, as a matter of fact. It is a solid wheel nut in the middle for the McLaren. So one gun over the wall there, putting on four slick tires. It's a traditional five stud for the 60 Mustang. That is a driver change as well. That is now Kyle Marcelli taking over from Nate Stacy At the Compass Racing McLaren, again, another center locking wheel nut. That's Kuna Whitmer taking over to bring this one home, and he's not allowed to touch the radio button at the end of the race. I've already checked with Carl Thompson, and he said we don't want to hear from Kuno. First car to have the pit board come back up is the number 69 Motorsports in action, but it's slow to leave, and as it leaves, it just pulls out in front of the number 60 Mustang. The two are separated by nothing. I really hope that Marcelli does not have one mile an hour more on his pit lane speed limiter, otherwise he's going to be up the chuff of that McLaren. There's a lot of mud on the front of the Compass McLaren, as well as that gets rolling, and the 56 did come in, so that will be Eric Foss taking it back out for new tires and a new driver, and a lot of fuel for that car, and there's a pit board down for Team TGM, but I'll have to wait and see which one it is because the be 4 old. and the 46 are He's pitted together. 46 came in last time around, and this is the battle here between the two Canadians, Jesse Lazar and, and Kyle Marcelli, number 69 and the 60. Great pit stops by both of those two teams. And it will be for Guy Cosmo coming in for a splash to get him to the finish. He was in uh, around about 45 minutes ago. Uh, no, less than that, uh, of course. So he won't need a full tank of fuel. And so the leader then, it'll just be fuel for Guy Cosmo, who's back on the lead lap, remember. And now can he stay on the lead lap with just this short pit stop? 96 car has been retired. We're hearing from their team. So again... Turner Motorsport. I mean, that was a big incident early on for Vin Barletta. No real surprise there. We already know that the AWA at McLaren is out of action for Oreo Fadani and Bryce Ward for Winwood Racing and HTP Motorsport. I'm not seeing that car coming back either, of course, after that accident earlier on. So, did Tim Probert go through? and get the lead no I don't think he did when the top three came in so Hugh Plum's now aboard the 46 did Akil Rabindra pit in the Aston yes he did uh, he was in uh, on the previous lap along with Owen Trinkler uh, and the other race uh, for, for, so number seven, 39 car number 82, 46 and a 09 all came in on the same lap so it's still showing as Akhil Rabindra at the wheel of car number 09 but I think that must be they forgot to make the uh, to change the driver plug on that car I'm sure it'll be Ross, Ross Gunn too, Ross too excited yeah at the wheel of that car now uh, and Ross is about uh, he's about 9 seconds behind Trent Hinman in car number 7 so he's, gonna, he's not going to be an easy guy to, to uh, catch and get past but to complete lap 30 now the, the guys that have made their pit stops Number 69 car still leads, that is Jesse Lazar. Carl Marcelli is right in his wheel tracks. And then a big gap back to Carl uh, Whitmer in car number uh, 75. And then Jeff Westfall in the number 39 car. Yeah, and uh, just for those following along, that's McLaren number 69, Mustang number 60, McLaren number 75, and Audi R8 number 39. And watch Jeff Westfall because he's putting some very decent times in at the moment. And he's trying to close down those leaders. 
That was a uh, very quick pit stop by the number 46 car that uh, just needed uh, fuel. So Hugh Plum has rejoined in the fifth well, Hugh position. Hugh got into that car. Yeah, Hugh Plum yeah. has rejoined in the fifth position. Uh, right behind to Jeff Westall ends a big gap back to the number 33. They've not changed the tyres since the start of the race. They are running the Michelins that they started on okay. in that race. So that was a pit stop that was entirely decided by how much fuel had to go into that car and Hugh and Owen had to do the driver change in that time. Meantime, leading in TCR, John Morley for Europarts doing a cracking job in that uh, dark roads coloured Audi with the red accents. The 61 car is heading up the S's at the moment. That uh, TCR RS3 by Audi. Now, Ross Gunn, now with his name alongside the Aston Martin, immediately puts in the fastest first sector of the race, and that's where he was super strong in the early running in the free practice sessions. He is a little bit back down the field now in 10th position, but watch that car go, because I think Ross is going to have a bit of fun in the last 41 minutes. And he has got... What has he got? Let me see. Gap back to the next car. is about three seconds to Eric Foss for Marillo well, Racing. He's just passed Eric Foss oh, has he? then because right. he's behind him on the last lap. Okay. Oh, big slide That's by the 82 car. Yeah, it's Devin Jones. Hit the curb. Seventh position. Locked it up going into turn one, the horseshoe, Jeremy, and hit the curb on the inside to avoid contact with Indy. No, it wasn't with Indy, actually. It was, I think, with the, uh, yeah, it was with the bright yellow Park Place Cayman, which has got uh, Trent Hinman behind the wheel. Or did Trent nip by him there? But there was definitely a, yeah, the, a big the, avoidance. The, 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 the order as they came across the line was number 33, 82, and then 7. So I think the 82 will have, yeah, has dropped behind Trent Hinman, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, club of the curb on the inside of turn one. fastest lap of the race, though, by uh, Ross Gunn in an First Aston Martin. Lap. Yeah, 53.08.038. New lap record? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes, says Jeremy, rather inevitably. Well done. So now let's see how far that automatic Aston Martin can get. For, uh, for the front of the field, the battle is still. Jesse Lazare and Kyle Marcelli, the two Canadians... Kino Whitmer in third position, the 75 car in the with the uh, Canadian team behind it as well, of course, the GT4 from Compass Racing. So there's a strong north of the border field to the front three cars. That's clearly what happens here when you wear your umbrella hat with the maple leaf on it. And Faf on pole for GTB, yes, so there's absolutely. something Canadian in something the air. Happening. Certainly is. Ross Gunn going even quicker down in 10th position. Uh, still to get past Eric Foss, though, as he is under three seconds behind him now, but lapping a couple of seconds a lap quicker. Dangling from the left-hand side of the core um, Mustang. It might just be a piece of tape or something, maybe a door seal sitting underneath the left-hand side door. Yeah, maybe something like that. John Morley with a eight-second lead in TCR, running 12th overall. He'll go to the end from here. James Vance in the similar car. 
in second position. That's the number 23. Uh, that Honda is the uh, fast MD racing the Nick Gallant started. Yeah, that car served its penalty then, hasn't has yeah, it? Yeah, it served it quite a long time ago, I yeah. think. Uh, so, yeah, really, really good run by those guys. A great opening stint it was by, uh, by Nick Galanti. So there was contact at Turn 1 between the BMW number 82 of uh, Devon Jones and Trent Hinman in the 7. It's been reviewed. No action required by the race control as the leaders come back down through the final corner. And this is the closest the Mustang has been to the very slim form of the McLaren. McLaren just edges out maybe a car's length and they're coming up to traffic in the shape of the number 98 Hyundai, which has really dropped away down into seventh position yeah. now, that car. Wow, what to that? And the leaders stream through. The 98 was off course at 17, she tells me, a couple of three laps ago. So that's where that car lost some time inside 37 minutes now to go and the question will be now jeremy who out of the gs teams can go to the end last pit stops for the three leaders at lap 30. we did have some people who stopped much earlier than that including hugh plum at lap 24. can he go all the way to the end or will there have to be a splash for that number 46 championship defending car last season's teams and driver champion That's, uh, AMG from Ted Giovannis Motorsport so Ross Gunn has made he's found his way past Eric Foss on that last right. lap he's he turned a 1 minute 52.8 the race leader 154.4 152.7 it was his best lap so he's right on lap record pace yeah. there Jeremy and getting the best out of the GT4 now, here's a lap going on the number 65 AMG. That's in the hands of Justin Piscatel at the moment by the leader, and he blocks him out coming down the hill, and that's giving a chance for the Mustang. Goes up side by side, there's a touch. Think there was a touch between the two leaders there. Right front of the Mustang to left rear of the McLaren. If not, the McLaren must have ridden over the kerb because it certainly did a very, very interesting manoeuvre coming down the hill. Gunnar Jeanette has spun the Audi R8 over at turn five going up the hill, but continued. How anybody can see anything out of the window of the 39, Jeff Westfall, they did wipe the window on the driver's side, but all they've done is made it worse. As we already knew that Jeff had superhuman powers, I didn't realise it was X-ray vision. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's not going to be a lot of fun at the wheel of that car right now, but he's, he's doing exactly what he needs to, to do, running into fourth position, falling back a little bit uh, from the... Uh, third place car of Carl Whitmer, but he's still got about three seconds in hand uh, over Hugh Plyman, number 46 car. They're turning uh, pretty similar lap times. Actually, last time around, Jeff was considerably quicker, did a 53.9, actually. That's pretty pretty stout effort uh, by Jeff Westford, number thir 39 Audi. Uh, behind him is a long gap, but back of 16 seconds back to number 33 car of Indy Dodger. He's being pursued heartily by Trent Hinman in car number seven, and then uh, looming close behind him or a couple of seconds perhaps be it back is David Jones in the second place in the championship kind of 82 and then that they uh, Aston Martin of Ross Gunn Ross Gunn 
Absolutely brilliant yeah, stuff. Top gun. Absolutely top right. gun. Very good. We'll use that. That'll be the headline. Leader still in traffic as we head into the last 35 minutes. Still the leaders battling it out. 65 car staying with them there and staying in between them. For a good half a lap. It's the AMG bright orange. Now, what's happening in TCR? Well, I'll tell you, John Morley has set sail. Well, the gap's stayed about the same for the last... Yeah, about eight seconds, yeah, isn't about it? Yes, you're right. Yeah. But uh, he's, put some, he's put some GS cars between them. Are the GS cars coming back through are. the field? They are. That's right. exactly what's happening, right. John. Okay. Yes. Number 35 car, David uh, Dylan Murray. Excuse me, I'm always going to do that. Uh, the youngster, Dylan Murray, in car number 35, and Mike Skeen in car number 80, and Guy Cosmo in car number 4, have all got themselves between the two TCR leaders. Now, at the moment... Second place car, the number 60 of Kyle Marcelli, being rather frustrated by that number 65 AMG GT in front. It's on a lap down and to the leader, but the, he's keeping pace. It's just in Piscatello, he's keeping pace with the leader, but he's uh, rather holding up second place at the moment. Mark Wilkin having a. No, it's not Mark Wilkin now in the 98, is it? No. Uh, it is uh, his teammate who took that car over, so that's uh, Mikey Lewis who's behind the wheel. Did go off at 17 a few laps ago, she told me that, lurid slide through the, the grass but kept his foot in. And eventually the spinning front wheels pull you straight in a front wheel drive car. You don't always have as much room as you have here at VIR for that to happen. But there's a lot of room here and he did very well indeed. Michael Hetherington says... The Ford and McLaren are so close, I think they'll be announcing they're expecting a baby before the end of this race. <laughs> like it, Mickey Heth. Very good. And finally, the pass is made on Justin Piscatel, but that's been a frustrating couple of three laps for Kyle Marcelli. Yeah, he's the guy who lost out most there because uh, Jesse Desire was able to get past him a few corners before, put out just a little bit of a breathing space. I mean, it can't be much more than a second, but that's no. more, a lot more than he's had for the last, uh, well, half dozen laps or since the pit stops. They came out literally nose to tail, almost touching, and there's less than a second between them now with uh, what, just over a half an hour remaining in this fascinating motor race. Uh, fastest laps of their race for Kuno Whitmer in McLaren number 75 in third. Jeff Westphal for Audi number 39 in fourth. And for Hugh, no, for Indy Donchi uh, in the 33 car, which is now up to, despite having to come back in and serve a penalty, up to sixth position uh, for the 33 car. That's the Mercedes AMG. Well, has Winwood. it has it served? Yes. Yeah. It must. Have, uh, yeah. No. We, I, I. I said it. It been in through the pit lane. It was pit lane. It was pit lane speeding. Okay. That was some time ago. So Donchi's carving his way back through the field. Dylan Murray as well in the Mercedes number 35, also doing their fastest lap. So things as the cars are lightening up, using their fuel loads. It's all beginning to get exciting. Half an hour on the nose to go, Jeremy. And uh, don't write the headlines for this one quite yet. No, John Morley, though, has done just an excellent job taking over from Gavin Sturt. Ernst and a brilliant first hit by oh, Gavin. Brilliant. Uh, and John 
Morley. Now, he's been out of this sport for so many years. He was a front runner in the Barber Dodge Pro Series. Let's go back in the early, early 2000s. Since then, he's been making a career for himself as a driver coach, a very accomplished one as well. He got hooked up with Gavin Ernstone, and Gavin uh, liked him so much, he gave him the opportunity to, to drive alongside him. They've had a, a whole bunch of uh, podium finishes this year in TCR, this, this pairing. Uh, coming into this weekend, they've been on the podium uh, four times in the last five races, so they're coming on strong and you know, they've been knocking on that door. And today, they're well out in front. The championship leader in TCR, well, that remains the number eight, uh, 98 car, but still back in the seventh place in the class and a long, long way behind uh, behind anybody else. I think next ahead of him would be Tom O'Gorman in sixth place. And the gap between them is coming across the line. It's uh, It's a lot. Whoops, and that's uh, half of it yeah. explains it. It goes across the grass. Is that a second off for sure. that car? One. I think it yeah. is. With the 98 Hyundai spinning. Uh, not Well, actually sliding rather than spinning, but taking the long way back on to the circuit. It has remarkably little grass debris. I think everybody else has cleared off all the cuttings, to be honest. Uh, back pointing in the right direction now, although Mikey Lewis has dropped down to seventh position. Yes, so that was a second off, just not enough heat, I would expect, there in the rear tyres. I think that's what's going on there for that car. He's committing massively to throwing the car in. The front wants to go, but the back end's just sliding. Yeah. So Almost a bit of a heat haze looking uh, <laughs> down from the turn seven camera to turn yeah. five. So things are warming up out there. Expect some fast laps here. Yep, uh, the battle at the front remains as intense as ever, just two tenths of a second across the line to complete lap 37. The gap back to third position, that's Sakuna Whitmer in the McLaren, uh, stayed stable around about nine seconds. But to behind him, Jeff Westfall has closed in now. We've got a battle for third and fourth between the number 75 and the number 39 car. About eight seconds further back from him is uh, Hugh Plum, who's falling back from that uh, third and fourth place battle. Indy Doncha, meanwhile, just 10 seconds behind last time around. He's been closing in by more than a second a lap in that number 33 car, catching the number 46 and bringing Trent Hinman with him. Behind them, those two, is Ross Gunn, who's the fastest car on the track in car number 09, the automatic racing Aston. Well, Paul Holton, you just rubbed your hands together in glee. We just went to yellow for debris on the front straight, which means that Kuna Whitmer has a chance to catch up to the front two and then get around him. You've been enjoying watching him do his thing? Yeah, you know, uh, he's doing a really great job. Actually, on the, under that first caution, we uh, got an ESC fault, so we have no traction control. So we were struggling a little off the corner in the wet. Um, it, once it dried up, really, really good cars. Uh, the setup's really money. So Kuno, Kuno's done all the setup work. I didn't practice at all. That was my first time in the car since like five laps on Thursday. Um, yeah, the raining yesterday kind of kind of uh, messed up our plans a little bit. So learning out there was, was a lot of fun. You know, actually, all the guys, Corey and uh, and Nate, both were racing super great, super clean. Um, even the guys on slicks on that restart did a really good job to kind of stay out of the way. Well, I don't think anyone in the paddock would be upset to see a Compass win after the last week at Road America. Fingers crossed for you. Thank you very much. Well, the debris on the front straight, I think, coming from, was that the Audi number eight that was going through? I think it was Gunnar Jeanette's car. Uh, and I'm indebted to Alan Prosser, who has dug out a frame grab, which I have to say I didn't see at the time. But when the leaders were coming to put a lap on the number 65 Mercedes AMG, now that had the leading McLaren half on the grass going uh, down the far side of the circuit. 
So that was uh, very close for Jesse Lazar there as he was putting a lap on the 65 car. So no wonder uh, Keenan Whitmer behind, uh, Kyle Morselli rather behind, was a little circumspect having just seen that happen ahead. Second full course yellow. Now, anybody who's got any worries about uh, fuel then, this is really good news. This will help the 46 car who was one of the first cars to pit. Uh, uh, no, the 46 car came in along with everybody else. It made that second stop, remember. It came in along with everybody else with, uh, with around about 45 minutes to go. So uh, though all the leaders are on the same strategy now. Uh, who came in on? Uh, it was Indy Donchi who yes, came in. Yes, it was. Yes. On lap 24, yes. Yeah, that, well, that was his, that was for his that penalty. That was his drive-through. Uh, so he yes. came in from lap 21. I was reading. Before, so I think yeah, yeah, I, I can't see how he could possibly get to the end, even uh, with a lengthy caution period. But uh, Trent Hinman, he's got a very, very fast car. That number seven, Volt Racing Park Place Motorsports Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 Club Sport. He's been running really, really nicely in the wheel tracks of Indy Doncha as both of them had been closing on Hugh Plum before this caution period. And then the fastest car on the track, Ross Gunn, in eighth position in a 0-9. We've got a, a potential Constantina effect now because, of course, everybody's going to close up now. And this is going to be a very hectic, what, maybe 20 minutes to the end of the race. Uh, and watch out for the Aston Martin, Ross Gunn. Uh, he will be very, very quick indeed on the restart. So who needs fuel at the end? Maybe the remaining windward car shit, Adam? No, maybe about it. They're up on the wall for the 33. So when the pit lane opens, which because this is a short yellow, will not be until after the first green lap. Guys, there's your warning. He will be coming in. Oh, I didn't see that this had been called a short yellow. My apologies. Uh, they have done a wave uh, Inside the final... Uh, no, uh, it's not. It's at the final half hour. Okay, yeah. right, yeah. Sorry. Yes, you're absolutely right. About 27 minutes to go. They have done a pass around. Now, that's ongoing at the moment. Yes, and, what, and for those of you who are not familiar with this form of racing, a pass around, I mean, any cars that are trapped between the safety car and the class leader, and this would really only apply to TCR because the safety car would have picked up the overall and GS class leader, that being car number 69. So any cars in between the safety car and the TCR leader will be able to cycle around. I saw one of the uh, Alphas getting a, uh, a run around. Yeah, uh, I think the three uh, car. Number three car. And he is now back. He is on the lead lap. So he is still on the lead lap uh, with the uh, TCR leaders. So we're going to have uh, nine cars in TCR in order 61, 23, 21, 12, 54, 37, 98, and the two alphas, five and three, all nose to tail uh, when we get ready for the restart. Class split now. Going ongoing at the moment so all the GS cars will cycle ahead of the TCR so now having put that Alpha back where it goes now all the GS cars that are behind the TCR leaders uh, John Morley and James Vance they will go through including Kenton Cook in the number two Audi a little word for Kenton uh, he's been driving really well that's uh, Audi not perhaps showing the uh, pace that they would like out of that car of e Eurosports, but got to give a shout out to Kent, and I think he's doing some of his best driving I've seen, and he's won championships and not, maybe maybe worth having a chat with him about this on air sometime before the end of the season uh, I'm not sure he's driven any better than he's done now even when he's won championships. Well, and Tyler Cook as well to be fair, well, I mean, both, both of the great, Cook Great team, yeah, yeah Cook and Cook they, they, They've not had much luck this season, not at all. but uh, they've certainly driven well, they're still on the lead lap now so we're, uh, in with a shout as is uh, Greg Leofouge in Carbra 88, he's at the back of the pack in 16th position but all those top 16 GS cars are on the lead lap 
So, Jeremy, 23 minutes. Oh, I'll tell you what I was going to say. Mm. Jeff Westfall, car number 39, the Audi, he must have snuck past the McLaren car number 75 he right did. before yes, the caution did. period came out. So, there's a couple of cars that are a lap down to the GS leaders. I think it's probably Justin Piscitel. Uh oh, watch out, car number 65. Oh, yes. Uh, and maybe Jade Buford as well, a kind of in that lead pack of cars. But the order overall, 69, 60, 39 the Audi, the green and black car in third position, then the McLaren 75, then 46, and then 33, the silver Mercedes, then the bright yellow, can't miss it, the Volt Racing uh, Porsche of Trent Hidman, and then the Aston Martin, the primarily white car, car number 09. 20 minutes of racing to go by the time we go back green. Here's a prediction. I think we might have an Aston Martin on the podium. I hope I... That's not the curse of the commentator. I think Ross Gunn's got the pace here. Whether he'll get through the traffic uh, quick enough, well, how I'm not patient, sure. How patient can he be? He has the fastest car on the track. Uh, he's proven that by uh, setting the fastest lap of the race. Yes. Yeah, and he did that pretty early uh, in him getting in when the conditions weren't anywhere near as good as they are now. Lights are out on the Nissan GTR, the VIR safety car. It'll be... Line astern, single file, restart. And they'll be just on 20 minutes or thereabouts to go. Maybe a tad more than that. Are you sitting comfortably? Well, stop that immediately. Get to the edge of your seat or stand up and take a deep breath because we're getting ready to turn it up to 11 again as we make the dash for the final run to the flag for the Virginia is for Racing Lovers Grand Prix and we're back to green flag racing 20 minutes and 45 seconds on the clock and the Canadians Jesse Lazare the 69 white and black McLaren behind it the big Mustang and it does look big hoving into view the number 60 car through the horseshoe for the first time and everybody trying to get past the lapped traffic but keep the car underneath them at the same time. Hugh Plum right in there. He's making some positions as the leaders are side by side through turn three. And the leader's gone off. The leader's gone off. Now, was he ushered off? I don't think oh. there was any contact there. I think was, was there a, enough room it, left? Well, it was a clean move down to the inside. I would I, on first glance there by Carl Marcelli. It was a forceful move, no doubt about it. But that's how Carl Marcelli drives. I think it was a... a we'll have to look at it again to make sure he didn't force the issue too much but it looked to me that in the braking area that Mustang was right there alongside the McLaren at the turn in point Hugh Plum's right with Kumo, Kumo Whitmer for fourth position the dark rear and orange McLaren and the Mercedes AMG the 46 car blue and silver car right in behind it there's one of the Automatic Aston Martins yeah, in there as well. Yeah, that's a couple of laps down. Yeah, it's two or three laps back of number 97 car. Oh, off oh, oh. now that's... Is that the 56? Yes, it is. Eric Foss has gone off from 10th position, the Marillo Racing car. <laughs> that car was chasing its third consecutive podium finish. Ain't going to happen. And now bogged down on the infield, heading up the hill at South Bend, turn number 90. Now, has he got damage to the left rear of that car? Because it doesn't want to turn around. Pass under yellow for the 98. The day goes from bad to worse for Mikey Lewis in the Hyundai Veloster. That's the championship leader, and that will be a drive-through, and that's going to be costly after the field's been reset after that full-course yellow. He's going to drop way back in the TCR ranks. 19 minutes to go, Jeremy, new leader at the line, will be the Core Motorsports Mustang. Brightly coloured car with the striped roof, rumbles across. The battle for second is heating up as Indy Doncic comes into the pit lane for his final stop and gives up a top 10 position. Top three together through the horseshoe now. Jeff Westphal 
pushing hard in the 39 Audi, the green and grey car. Then the lapped Aston, then a bit of a gap back to Hugh Plum now in fourth position. Hugh Plum has got past a couple of cars. Yeah, and a big loser there was uh, was Ross Gunn in the uh, automatic racing Aston Martin number 09. He's gone from eighth down to 11th. The movers there, as you say, number 46 car made up one position. The number 82 car uh, made up uh, four or five positions. Devin Jones, he went from, well, from ninth to sixth. He made up three positions. Kuno Whitman went backwards shuffling. there as well. And so there was something went Pompelli on there in the midfield. Too. 11th yeah. to 7th, Spencer Pompelli in car number 18 for more speed. So that might have all been around the Murillo Racing 56 bright orange car that uh, went off. And whether that delayed people, or I'm not sure about that. But there's a couple of cars that have dropped way back. Kuno Whitmer was having a battle for fifth position, fourth and fifth, not so very long ago. And Hugh Plum's now up there. Trent Hinman's gained by that as well. He's up to fifth, and he did have Ross Gunn right behind him, but Ross has dropped back in the Aston Martin. Yeah, he's got some work to do now. Fall back several positions. Just under 18 minutes to go. Meantime, John Morley's had a really good restart in the number 61 dark grey Audi R S3 LMS TCR DSG. James Vance in the similar ABC. vehicle behind him. Can we have any more three-letter acronyms? TLAs. Hyundai Veloster NTCR. Mason Felipe in third position, but he's trying to gain on the two Audis ahead of him. Good oh, I'll tell you what, there's something the matter with the McLaren yeah. number 75. It's, and, and I say this, no disrespect at all to the number 61 of John Morley, but it shouldn't be dragging past the McLaren on the front straight. Lot of grass on the front of the Aston Martin I'm hearing from Shea Adam and the Murillo Racing number 56 has got left rear suspension damage and he's off the track again that's the Eric Foss driven car that car normally at the sharp end of the field but Eric is not going to finish today uh, the Astons have the been in the pits number 09 had to come in he's been off the track clear the grill that's what Shea was just saying so the leaders are going to be pegged back full course yellow this is not all over it's going up the s's again <laughs> up to what, turn 11. trent hinman watch out for trent hinman a brilliant restart by num number seven from six up into fourth place he got past hugh plum on that last lap around not sure he's got the pace uh, of the three leaders but we will find out uh, soon enough well, people keep, actually. I was going to say, and if people ahead of him keep throwing themselves off into the scenery, Jeremy, anything can happen. What am I saying? I mean, he, before the be, remember before the caution period, he was he was chasing the number thirty-three car, which was catching rapidly up towards number forty-six car. And since then, uh, with this caution period, he's uh, closed that gap to nothing. He's made the pass. Number thirty-three car has been in to the pits for its splash of fuel. Will rejoin at the back of the pack but at least uh, there will be now a class reset again, so I'll give the number 33 car an opportunity to make up some positions. Uh, Jeremy? Yes? I know we've only got a few minutes left, and then we probably have under 10 minutes left by the time we get back to green flag racing, but there are well, a few spots that's what we race. talked about the right at the beginning of the mm. race, didn't we? We thought there was, there was rain potentially... Uh, the potential oh for rain at goodness. around about four o'clock. Shea Adam, are you feeling spots of rain down in the pit lane? We're definitely getting a little bit on the 
Broadcast Centre patio here. I've just walked outside to check it out. I'm going to put my rain jacket back on. Uh -oh. The umbrella's not going back up yet, but we're probably not far off if it gets any heavier. Uh, I think the 56 car needs more than just a flat toe. I think it's got left rear suspension damage, and that's why he struggled getting that car out of the infield. But they're going to try and flat toe it with the Nissan Titan pickup truck. And the big V8 will have... Uh, Plenty of torque, even on the grass. Here comes the rain in the pit lane. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, suspension, left rear suspension damage on the 56, so that'll have to be a very slow torque back. And it's disappointing for that team. It is. 14 minutes ago, Jeremy, yeah, and this rain. is proper rain. This is proper rain coming in from turn one upwards. Shea's putting the hat umbrella back on again. So just when we thought it was safe... Around about 4 o'clock, it's on the nail of 4 o'clock that rain started to come. It's the first thing the weathermen have got all week. <laughs> yes, it but is. right all week, in fairness. <laughs> to be right, honest, if you after, see... It's after last time at Road America, John, are you ready for this? Well, uh, well, that's very true, because we know how good IMSA are at getting races back to green flag. Now, he's just a... I don't... How quick will this yellow? Are they going to do the no, class well, the split but nothing else? Yes. Right, so okay. So they're doing that split now. Just go and dump so this car. So that means the GS cars, again, will move ahead of all the TCRs. So the, the GS cars that had made a pit stop or had some sort of a problem will now be able to go past the TCRs hmm. and uh, hang on to the to the tail end of the of the cars that haven't had a problem. The, 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 the best or the worst of those, if you like, the 11th place car is kind of a four-guy Cosmo uh, who uh, took over from Ted Giovanni. He's had a good run. If this gets wet, Trent Hinman can win this in that case. Well, I mean, he's been flying in any case. Uh, uh, he's got one of the fastest cars on the racetrack, no question about and it. And that car is really good in the wet. It's yeah. got a lovely balance, that little mid-engine yeah. car. Lights are out in the safety car, so I'm going to suggest that absolutely superbly, race control have hit another one out of the park, and they're just going to tow that number 56 AMG GT, the bright orange car, into the old pit or into the south pit lane. Rain is persistent now at turn one. Anybody going to dive in and and risk it? Yeah, well, we want to wet weather tyres. I tell you what, with 12 minutes left, Jeremy, if it gets much wetter, and we've seen how, how quickly it can get nasty at the end of the lap. And the advantage that you'd have coming down the hill and onto the front straight... Yeah, it'd be huge. If... Uh, TCRs, I'm not so sure whether you do it as a TCR. The, there's a couple of alphas sitting at the end of the lead lap there that might drop in. But don't forget, they've got to do one green flag lap first. The Nissan is in. Fabulous start by the leading pair. And the third place Audi of Jeff Westphal is left dosing there. Green flag. And here comes the McLaren to drive us left. The outside coming into the horseshoe at turn one. Trent Hinman diving down the inside of a couple of cars behind them as the lead swaps back to McLaren. And there's a little cheer goes up for the McLaren supporters, including at McLaren Philadelphia, who've been tuned in all afternoon. Hello, guys and girls. I know that you will be watching and listening intently here. The McLaren of Motorsport in Action leads, but it's not going to be given up by second place Jesse, uh, second place Carl Marcelli. Jeff Westfall has got back to them now, and Trent Hinman's muscling his way through. As he's getting past the lapped cars, he's got the automatic Aston that's a lap or so down before he's onto the back of the leading trio. Fourth place then for Trent Hinman. Hugh Plum following him through, trying to get a bit of traction there as well. There's a lot of lapped cars 
in that leading group, the top three up through the S's. Another spin for a couple of cars further back down the field. And Ooh. in fact, oh, it's the Bimmer World, number second 82 place, car. Second place in a championship, locally based oh, car. Oh, and me. Devin Jones was running in a sixth position. He was under intense pressure from Spencer Pompelli. Well, Spencer Pompelli speed. spun as well, oh, well at turn three. So did those three get together? Uh, those two get together, sorry. Oh, how annoying. Dylan Murray was right with those two as well in kind of the 35, I think. So now it is McLaren leading. And here comes Trent Hindman. Oh, the full course caution's out. Hindman, was he through? Was he through? I don't think he was. I don't know. They were absolutely neck and neck, weren't they, going into the roller coaster oh. at the split second. The yellow came out. I don't know. I'm not going to call that one. This is for the Bimmer World car oh, across the track. So they're not going to get a finish of any uh, a decent amount of points. That's uh, critical for their championship aspirations. Came in here. Uh, just nine points behind the number 39 car. This is going to lose them a lot of ground. They had such high hopes here for that team's home race. Based in Virginia, only what, 80 or 90 miles from here. Well, Jeremy, once again, this is going to reset the field and put the onus back on the drivers in diffi difficult conditions. Yeah, How Robert Liddell will wish that he was part of this again now. That pass by uh, by Jesse Lazar there. How critical it's been was given that? Back. Has it? No, it hasn't been given back. Right. Which the the seven and the seven the uh, the vault racing Cayman is still in third position at the moment. They'll be watching that at the timing points. It was very close as Jeremy and I were intimating when the yellow flag came right. out. Zero nine Aston Martins back up back in eighth back position. In it absolutely back in it it's the, the problem for anybody outside the top four at the moment is the lap cars Jeremy that are in between them and I, I kind of wish they'd wave those out of it to be honest yeah or they take themselves out of the way so it's a minor concern that the uh, one of those cars that's a lap down it's a quick car is the other Aston Martin kind of a 97 it's uh, three laps down to the overall leaders but it's running about around about fourth or fifth place on the road probably fifth place on the road ahead of Hugh Plum Mike Skeen has done a really good job uh, taking over from Ari Baylog in the number 80 Bimmer World BMW so it's not going to be uh, all bad news for Bimmer World but certainly their championship uh, challenging car number 82 as we see there uh, Devin Jones climbing out of that car from Mooresville Carolina just 24 years of age is Devin He's done a really good job, he and James, this season in general. Yes. They've had uh, just a string of, 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 of top finishes. Uh, they had uh, a couple of nights, actually, including the last race at Road America, which cost them, them some ground in the championship. This is going to be a lot lower than that. Other than that, they've had uh, a couple of second-place finishes, a couple of fourths, and that's what kept them in the championship reckoning. Well, Jeremy, do you think we'll get back under green here? Maybe with three I or four so. minutes to go. Yeah. I really hope so. I think, uh, yeah, with a bit of luck, if I don't know, we haven't seen that car lately. Where they're coming up Madison Avenue now, aren't they? So there'll be at least one yeah. more lap. Yeah, they will, and that'll, the, the that'll take us down about three minutes. We yeah. might get two laps. We might get two laps. Yeah. One lap might be enough. Oof. The wrecker 
truck is already on the way to the BMW. Doesn't have to be towed very far. Shea, Adam, can you see that for the pit lane, Shea? Yeah, if uh, I come down to the pit out end and just where the Porsche box is, if you're looking at the IMSS WeatherTech pit lane, um, you can see straight through all the way up to turn five. So I can actually see the safety truck up there and the wrecker has just arrived. So hopefully we can get that cleared off fairly quickly. Okay. There is a place they can pull it to safety there to driver's right and an access point so they don't have to get it very far, which is the good news. Six minutes and 10 seconds on the clock. The rain still falling at turn, I suppose, 14 through 17 and down a little bit to turn one. Uh, it hasn't, uh, it has now reached us here properly at the Patriot course and is falling heavy enough to make the wood decking outside of our broadcast centre wet now. Yeah, this is treacherous. It's going to be a treacherous restart. Really, really tricky. Yeah, really, really tricky at this stage. Uh, but it's the uh, two the, with the lap cars out there. The uh, top four are on a lead lap. Then the number 97 Aston Martin. That is a lap down. Then the number 65 uh, Mercedes. That also is a lap down. Next behind that is number 46 car. That That's is on the lead, on the lead lap. lap. Then the pink Mustang. That is a lap down. Uh, behind that, I think was. Yeah. I forgot where I was now. I think Mike Skeen's next up, yeah, actually. Okay, number 80 and number 88, and then zero, number 09. Oh, they've not got that car back on the come flatbed on, yet, have they? Come on, come on, come on. Time not our friend at the moment. But we said this at Road America, Jeremy, and somehow the track services and the recovery team managed to get the clean-up done. And we got back to green for... A very exciting yeah. run to the flag. It's going to be tight here. Yeah, it is. And if, if, if it's five minutes inside, five minutes to go now. Uh, and if this car is not out of the way by the time the car, the the, the uh, safety car is going up Madison Avenue, which is only about another minute and a half, uh, I don't think we're going to be able to get to go back to green and then one more lap and it'll all be over. Yeah. Mayor McLaren will be quite happy to throw the checkered flag now. I'm sure for motorsport in action. The it was a, a replay of the uh, that final restart, just a, a brilliant restart by uh, Jesse Lazar. Pounces around the outside, and he did. I mean, uh, Kyle Marcelli got on the throttle pretty early. Those who left everybody else, Jeff Westfall was kind of sleeping there, but uh, but Jesse Lazar was emphatically not. He stayed right with him, brake deep on the outside line, and took the lead. A brilliant pass there by Jesse Lazar. Uh, earlier, we saw that great pass on the inside for turn three by Carl Marcelli and Jesse Lazar there. Yep. A nice, clean, beautifully executed move around the outside. Uh, McLaren is pretty quick on the straights. And he took a full advantage of that, but he, he did was able to do so because he nailed the throttle at that restart. Last time around, the lap was 3 minutes 20, and we're at 3.42 yeah. now. Yeah, there's no way. I don't think we're going to get another green flag lap, unfortunately, unless those lights on the safety car go out right now. The safety car is slowing right down here, right down. Now, is that just to give the safety truck a chance to get out of the way and will we see the lights go off I, I think it's too late oh I don't know <laughs> I don't know they've nearly cleared we might get it it's gonna have to happen this time around though brilliant work again from the guys yeah, the on the corner the safety car lights are out oh that's <laughs> genius stuff I'm, I've stood up again I sat down for a moment ready to can just consider my thoughts and pull it all together. We're going to get another 3.27 miles, and the 0.27 might be very, very important indeed. Right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's the dash for points as the Virginia Is For Racing Lovers Grand Prix comes to its final chapter. 
The Nissan safety car has backed everybody up. Hugh Plum looking down the inside to see who he's got to pass to get somewhere near being on the podium. How he's important. He's got a couple of lapped cars between himself well, and the next one in line. Here we go. Two minutes 32 to go, and this could be a great restart. It is. Now, will we get the white flag this time? I don't think we will, you know. We might get one more lap after this. No, we have. White flag. White flag is in the air. Green and white together. So down towards the horseshoe corner. Trent Hinman's going round the outside. That little Cayman is very nimble. He's going to get second here. Number He's going to Clarence make the power slides wide. The leader slides wide. Hinman through Brilliant. in the second. I did say watch him in that Cayman because it's a very nimble car indeed. And the 60 Mustang. Carl Marcelli struggling for grip. The battle's on for the lead now. Right off the track for Trent Hinman. He drives uh, down the inside no. and he's hit him. Hinman's hit the leader and he'll get pinged for that. That was not the best. After a lovely move at turn one, Hinman's taken the leader out and he must surely get a sanction for that. We'll leave that up to the race officials. Big contact down the inside of four. Trent had gone off the road to the right-hand side, running through three and got a great run. Dive yeah. down the inside. I don't think he needed to make no, that pass there. Completely agree with you. He had a fast car. He he did not need to make make that move there. There was a couple of other places he could have he could have made a move. He was not clearly alongside in the braking no. area. And I think uh, this is going to hand the win to to uh, the Mustang. The, the thing is, you can't give the position back to the motorsport. Right. Action, McLaren, and they yeah. actually they're pitted together down on the pit lane. This could be awkward. This could be awkward. Uh, and the Mustangs down there in the same part of the pit lane as well because, of course, they're all in the same part of the championship fight. The motorsport in action, McLaren, they will be absolutely fuming at that. Hinman's away and gone. The battle for what might be the lead is behind yes. them because the Mustang has got... Uh, Kyle Marcelli has got Westfall right there. Meantime, it's three wide for the lead in TCR. No, 23 cars ahead of them oh, all. Oh, there's a touch and... Round goes John Morley. That's going to be a huge hit into the tyres. As the 23 car had indeed gone through. Amazing stuff there. Hinman comes through. Who comes through in second? Because that could be important. The Vault Racing Car, Park Place Motors, takes the win on the road. The Mustang comes through in second. The number 60 car, under review, that incident. If it's under review, surely... That was advancing your position by causing an incident. Yeah. Who wins TCR? James Vance. Vance goes Brilliant. through. Felipe in second for the black yeah. 2100. And then Steven Simpson on yeah. the podium in third position. What happened there? He took the restart in the fifth position. Uh, and <laughs> all of a sudden found himself there with that incident up at the front. Number 61 car was in, uh, was in the lead, of course, at the restart. But he got shuffled back, first of all, by James Vance and then by number 21 car as well. Shea Adam is in the pit lane. Shea, I think we can say with some certainty that James Vance was the leader. I can't tell you who's no. won GS because... I, I, there's, yeah, there's, there's a there's, review yeah. ongoing. There's no way that's not going to be a penalty. He just dived to the inside. Number 69 car was already turning into the corner oh, yes, when the contact was made. No question that is going to be a penalty for Trent Hinman. That's a, such a shame. He'd driven a brilliant race for Trent Hinman. He just needed to be a little bit more patient. He should have realised, I think, how much faster he was. Oh, Stephen Simpson oh, getting into the right yeah. rear of the 61 car as well, Sheesh. who was scored in second at that point. 
and Gavin Ernstone very, very unhappy about that after all the hard work for their team. Uh, let's go down to the pit lane. What we know is that we've got a winner, James Vance and Nate Stacey have won it. Well, for Nick Galante, Nick Galante it's, it's raining out of your eyes. It's raining from the sky. Yeah. You were kicking yourself so hard after that yeah. pit stop. And I said, hey, it could be a yellow. You never know. Look what happened. You finally won at VIR. Shay, you called it. I, if, for those fans at home who can't see this right now, Shay is wearing this beautiful maple leaf umbrella hat. It's gorgeous. And I think that was just the trick that did it for uh, James, <laughs> the Toronto legend he's he just this is his first him to win and, and he drove his heart out and a lot of people don't know how, how quick and, and how great a driver he is because he doesn't often get handed a car that's in one piece and uh he sure did today and uh he, he battled back from my mistake and uh what a what a fun race we, this team's been working hard all year dylan dunsmore on the on the engineering side and uh chris valley uh team owner and and, and master planner here did a great job and i couldn't do it without the help from the racing to end alzheimer's project head to uh, r2 and a Z.org. You can find out exactly what we're doing. And hello to Erica at home. I love you. And can't wait to see you. Well, Nick, I know it's been a while since you've gotten a trophy. Daytona was a long time ago. The podium's that way. They're going to give you a really cool one that has a number one on it. Congrats. Thank you so much, Jay. That's uh, why we love it, the emotion of this sport, John. Absolutely agree. And such a brilliant cause that uh, Nick Gallant has been racing for for a while. The checkered flag is in the hands of our overall winner, which is Core Motorsport. And Kyle Marcelli has got the checkered flag, a penalty assessed for incident responsibility to Trent Hinman. It's a drive-through. He can't serve that after the checkered flag, so there will be a time penalty added to his finishing time, and that will drop him down through the field. And so the top three will be Kyle Marcelli finishing off for the 60-court motorsport Mustang, in second place, championship leaders Jeff Westfall and Tyler McQuarrie in the Carbon Audi. And then in third, Mike Skeen in the BMW, the number 80 car, comes through in third. The Forge Line Alloy Wheels sponsored car goes through. And our Forge Line Spirit of the Race award still to be awarded hashtag forgeline s-o-t-r forgeline wheels spirit of the race award get your votes in and we'll get them added up <laughs> let's uh, go down to share adam dean martin the team owner of core motorsports it's been a little while since the top step of the podium for the ford mustang and for this team but to engineer a win like this, you uh, you were a little bit nervous a bit earlier on when Kyle Marcelli was nowhere to be found. Well, he was just saving it all up for the track. Yeah, we were worried he was in the restroom just as we were getting ready to go in the car. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good result. We were, I was a little frustrated when the McLaren just drove past him after he got the lead. And then, uh, you know, we were stressing out a little bit, but uh, unfortunate to, to see the race end the way it did. But, you know, we, we feel like uh, the gods have owed us one here all year. So we'll take it. Second podium of the year for the team. This time, it's a win. Congrats. Thank you. We needed it. Oh, magnificent stuff. Uh, in TCR then, Audi number 23, James Vance. That brilliant racing to end. Alzheimer's car in the purple and blue wins it from Hyundai. The black number 21 in second. And the 54, the red and blue car. 
Michael Johnson and Stephen Simpson in third position. Get your votes in to hashtag ForgelineSOTR for your Spirit of the Race Award. So much going on at the end there. Who gets it? Is it someone who drove back? What about the Aston boys who did so well? Ruskin and Akil Rabinda finishing seventh at the end yeah, of all of that. Make, make that sixth with a penalty uh, of course, for number, yes. number And seven. fifth then for Hugh Plum and Owen Trinkler as well. He'll get an extra position uh, on that. There's a lot of very, very... Uh, yeah, very, Mike, very Mike skiing on the podium. Oh, his yeah. first race back in this championship gonna, for a long, long time. Do you know time. what? They didn't get the finish that they wanted, but I'm going to say my vote would go to Gavin Ernstone for his, for his race from that restart when he was among guys who he's not raced with before, and he more than held his own there, and particularly as the race ended so bad for them. How about the Forge Line uh, spirit of the race? That's my uh, particular vote. A hashtag Forge Line SOTR for the Forge Line Race Spirit of the Race Award. Get them in right now to uh, at IMSA Radio. Jeremy's been doing some quick addition before we get some more words from the... Guys for, down in the pit lane. Yeah, for James Vance, they're finally a first win in this championship. He's had a, a third before now, and that was really, really well deserved. Uh, quick, look, quick look at the points. And it's awfully difficult be, with all the penalties that are going to be handed out. But I think in TCR, Mark Wilkins and Michael Lewis, they finished fourth uh, on the day in the end because of various shuffling and shenanigans on the final lap. Uh, so they will have 224 points. Their teammates, Mason Felipe and Harry Gottsacker, they, were, they won last time out. They were third the race before that. Second place finished today, just four, uh, just five points behind in second place. Shelby Blacksock and Tom O'Gorman uh, will be four points behind them in third, I think. Uh, also and getting some votes in the Forge Line Spirit of the Race Award for the MIA McLaren, for the Mia McLaren as well, which was so close to a victory here. Hashtag uh, uh, Forge Line SOTR for the Forge Line Wales Spirit of the Race Award. Jeremy in TCR? Uh, yeah, it, in t yeah, those are the points in TCR. 224 for Wilkins and Lewis. They will continue to lead. Manufacturers Championship, though, is getting uh, really, really close. Uh, I think uh, 259 for Honda. 258 for Audi and 257 for Hyundai. So three manufacturers, Honda, Audi and Hyundai, each separated by one point in the top three positions in the Manufacturers Championship TCR. Right, uh, as the 61 car is brought back looking very very second hand the oh, good news is that despite the fact that it went in driver's side John Morley did get out of the car also a casualty on that last lap by the way the number 37 Honda the Tom O'Gorman Shelby Blackstock car which has come back missing part of the front end looked like it had a big uh, incident left front wheel punctured and taken out some of the uh, bodywork of that car uh, hashtag uh, Forge Line SOTR, let's get them in. We're doing the addition even as we speak as the hard-working crew at uh, Track Services put back together the tyre wall. Jeremy is having a quick look at the GS points. Yeah, seventh different uh, team to win in GS. The sixth different manufacturer is Ford. By the way, we had six different winners also in TCR now with that uh, win by uh, Nick Gallant and James Vance. Uh, in the 
in the in the GS championship, the overall championship, Tyler McQuarrie and Jeff Westfall with a second place finish with a penalty for Trent Hinman uh, will extend their lead now to a full 24 points over Jesse Lazar and Corey Fergus, who will come away, I believe, with a 10th place finish from this race. They deserve so much more. Uh, I'm going to try and figure out the manufacturer's championship, which is going to be awfully tight as well. Just to let you know that there was another review, the Alpha and the Alpha number three and the 98 Hyundai Veloster, that has been reviewed, no action. I haven't seen anything yet about the three wide. That would have been the 54 and the 61 car, the two Audis getting together, or whether that's been reviewed yet. We'll try and keep you uh, up to date with that. That might affect the TCR podium, of course. In uh, manufacturers, then, for uh, a GS, I reckon... Unofficially, Mercedes and Audi are tied on 239. No that's my uh, that's my initial calculation here. Uh, and on 230 will be BMW and 227 falling a position McLaren. With Tyler McQuarrie, uh, you were saying, what happened? Oh, man, I can't believe it. Well, you finished second. You now have a 24-point lead in GS. His eyes just got really, really wide at saying that. Um, do you have any idea at the end of that race um, how things could have gone a little bit more bonkers? Because, I mean... That was absolutely insane. You know, this entire race was just all over the place. From the beginning, the car was awesome in the dry, and then it started raining, and we were still pretty good. And... You know, the 75 car sprayed mud all over our windshield, and we literally couldn't see anything. Um, all kinds of conditions. Jeff, same thing, got total mixed conditions. And, you know, three minutes to go, I'm sitting there going, okay, we're going to have a, a little extension on our point lead. It would be okay. And then it just absolutely unraveled for our competition in the championship. And, wow, like that was crazy, the last lap. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh, we're going to get third. And, you know, the 82's out. And then the 7 takes out the 69. And now we're second. And both those guys are down. It's just absolutely crazy. And it just, you never know what to expect, especially this year with the conditions like this. Every single race, it's, but we've capitalized on it. So it's awesome. The team did a great job all weekend. And, man, that was crazy. And going out to your country for the next round, or your side of the country for the next uh, couple of races, so it should be pretty good. Yeah, going to Laguna, it's our home track, you know, for the entire team. We're all from the Bay Area. So to go there with a 24-point lead with all our friends and family coming, I mean, you couldn't paint a better picture. Congrats on today. Thank you. I, I want to dive in with Jeff Westfall really it. quickly because how in the world did you see out of the windshield and how crazy were the last two restarts? Uh, well, the windshield, the team wiped it. Which was a step forward. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't necessarily clear. Um, the restarts were absolute mayhem, and as racers, that's kind of what we love, right? And we, you know, we don't want to be dangerous, but at the same time, it's a huge amount of excitement. There's a big variable. The track was changing every lap. I'd come around, and it was wet in five. The next lap, it was wet in the S's. The next lap, it was wet in ten. And you're on slicks, and you're just trying to hang on to the thing while not falling backwards and able to make a few spots too. So it's a it's a great day for us for Carbon, Peregrine, and Audi. We. We had a good points day, so I can't can't thank the team enough and the supporters. Great job today. Thank you. Share Adam in the melee down there. Well, Jeremy, once again, we've still got a couple of votes to count for the Forge Line Wheels 
Spirit of the Race Award, hashtag Forgeline, S-O-T-R, to at IMSA Racing, Winwood Racing, Automatic Racing, getting a, a few votes as well. The Eurospare 61 car for the great drive-by. Gavin and cruelly denied on the final lap, says Alistair. Uh, that's fast MD, guys. I mean, first win for that team, Absolutely. new team this season. Uh, first win in TCR for Nick Gallant. Bri and first win ever for James Vance. Brilliant drive by those guys. So Overcoming many. a penalty. Uh, Nick's brave decision to stay out in the early stages of this race. That's what won them that race as well. I think that was a great performance. Yeah, a lot of people... Uh, We've got no clear winner there at the moment. So in the last couple of minutes, while Jeremy and I uh, sort this out, we'll uh, hand that over to the responsible adult by proxy who will let us know on our screen in front of us how that goes. Jeremy, how do you sum that race up? We had some great racing early on, a couple of long yellows, one long yellow early on, which really spiced things up the way the, the race was was uh, was playing out there. But once again, fabulous work by race control and track services to get us back to green at the end. Not once, but twice. Yeah, it, it was a, a you know, yet another thriller. Shame we had those cautions towards the end, and you don't like to see those sort of instances where people are bump, bumping into each other. Uh, it wasn't deliberate by Trent Hinman, no question about that. He didn't do it on purpose, uh, but uh, he was, uh, I think he got a bit too carried away in the moment there from my perspective i'm a huge trent hinman supporter yeah. but i think uh, i think the decision the decision made by race control was absolutely right he wasn't close enough he, if he, he tried to dive to the inside but at the turning point he was not there he mm. made contact with the rear number 69 car equals penalty well we can't split the spirit of the race award it's going to go to the ford mclaren battle at the front of the field that's the forge line spirit of the race award thank you to everybody voted on hashtag forge line sotr for the forge line wheel spirit of the race award brilliant action a penalty to the Vault Racing uh, Park Place car decided at the end. Gavin Ernstone drove his socks off and comes away with nothing. Well done to Carl Marcelli and to Nate Stacey. They win GS. It's been another great race for the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge, live from VIR. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.